Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and spoilers to the Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I have not even seen the first one. You're a terrible person. My name is Michael Basier. With me are Matt Polly. Hey! Brad Polly is away on special assignment, uh, <laughs> but together we are the Inglorious Bastards. Um, and after a 59 week hiatus, Gif Reed is back. <laughs> Hello. Gif. Uh, I can't believe it's been that freaking long. That's he, unbelievable. He was a guest on episode five. Yeah. The episode entitled, Is the Church Relevant? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember where we landed on that. I don't know if we ever time. really did. There was no, yes. no, no real answer. As, as are most of our episodes where there's no real answer to anything. Gifried is a pastor at Red Door Church in Bloomington, Indiana. RedDoorBloomington.org. Um, he has a master's in spiritual formation and leadership. Nobody knows what that means. I don't either. I haven't figured it out. The question is, do you? Sometimes. He, li- <laughs> he likes Derek Webb, John Mark, or no, not John Mark Millen. Do you like John Mark I Millen? I do. I meant to say John Mellencamp. Oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> Those are two completely different things. Uh, what, what would a good John Mark McMillan, uh, Mellencamp mashup be? I don't even know. Something involving Scarecrow, hopefully. I yeah. can do. I can do Scarecrow. That's about as far as I can go. I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I was Wild Borderland Nights. Yeah. <laughs> he was born in a manger. <laughs> I was born in a small manger. manger. No, that's not gonna work. Just move no. on. Yeah. <laughs> um uh you like Dick Webb, John Mellencamp, C. S. Lewis, Henry Nowen. Um I have an update. Right. You're right. I've gone dark on social media. But I mean so and far so how good. do you feel about the new Indiana Hoosiers basketball coach? Archie Miller. I'm fine with Archie. Yeah. I'm yeah. fine. We'll um, see. I still run into Tom Crean at Starbucks. Yeah. Relatively yeah. frequently. He seems a lot happier now. Isn't that weird? He looks a little less stressed out. <laughs> he does. He was actually that. he was actually really nice to me. I, I actually built up the nerve to talk to him. Yeah. Um after or after, before? Right, oh, after. right after. Holy crap. And I went up to him and was just like, you know, just wanted to thank you. You know, it's been nice to have someone on the sidelines I can point point out to my sons as a good influence and yeah. i mean i was like total fangirling as yeah. our mutual yes. friend wendy was texting yes. me like hey you need to get over it here <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah i i'm good with archie yeah, yeah. I'm I got, a big, there's, there's nothing to be said about tom crean's character it was no. impactful yeah. I, mean, I saw him the day after yeah. and he was happy he looked happy he looked like uh, like a day after like two days after like that weekend mm-hmm. um and he seemed he seemed a lot less stressed out. You know, Billy Patterson's giving a finger to his listening device right now, right? Who cares about Billy Patterson? <laughs> Screw that Filthy guy. UK fans. Um, oh, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. That yeah. puts a different spin on everything I've ever read by him. I know. Yeah. Doesn't no wonder it? he doesn't believe in God. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we flame him just about yes. every week for and, something. And I don't. I've never met the guy. <laughs> Uh, also, GIF helped us uh, with questions behind the scenes uh, for yeah. both Derek Webb and Brian Zond. Yes. The interviews. Mm. Yep. He helped form the questions. Mm. GIF has never won a national title in Olympic weightlifting. Oh, he has <laughs> one. Yeah, he has won every national like, title. No, no, no. This goes <laughs> like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> he has won every national title in Olympic weightlifting at least once. That's true. Where'd you find... What? 
Don't even. I know. You don't want to know. He goes dark. He goes deep, uh, deep, deep into the dark. If you'd like to see a picture of GIF weight <laughs> lifting, there's we have a GIF GIF. Mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do you call it GIF now or uh, yeah, you just whatever? Okay. I respond to lots of things, whether it's no. I was asking or, if if your name was. Well, oh no. well, either way. Did you think about changing your name to Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> um. So, if you'd like to see a picture of that, go. It's it's pinned on our on our Twitter feed. Yeah, it is. By the way, you don't follow us on Twitter. I don't? Yeah, you don't. What the heck? Well, I can fix it. Yeah. I thought that was kind of a prerequisite for being yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, I, I I think I even told Lucas last time, we're not having GIF on until he starts following us on Twitter. <laughs> so, um, yeah, announcement. Uh, once Brad is out on parole... Um, he will be, I'll be chatting with him this weekend, uh, about, uh, this episode that we're recording right now. Yeah. Not sure what we're going to talk about. We'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> we, but we have a plan. It'll be on the Pastors pub crawl on Patreon, patreon.com slash Pastors podcast. Also the twisted sisters have a new podcast feed. If you haven't heard, say so they're on their own now, right? They've got one more one episode more? on okay. our feed, episode yeah. 15, which is going to be a live episode. You can watch it Sunday night. Um, get on their Twitter to find out details about that. I'll be trolling hard. Sunday night. It'll be... I'll be trolling them big time. Yeah, do it. Um, yeah, and then they'll be on their own feed, so make sure you subscribe. Um, yeah, let's go into... Well, what are you drinking? Yeah. Oh, we got a new song. That's right. I forgot we have a song for this. What are you drinking? Hey, hey, I've been thinking that if we're gonna get through this, we're gonna need some fluid. So hey, hey, what are you drinking now? That song makes me incredibly happy. I know. I've listened to it probably 40 times. Every time, like, I think I listened to last week's episode again, and it came on, and I just started giggling. It just, it's such a fun song. At Brian Odine. Yeah, thank you, Brian. On Twitter. Um, What are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking one of the few remaining beers from our Oklahoma City slash Iowa care package. Um, this is the Alpha Hive Double IPA from, is that Coop or Co-op Ale Works? I'm going Coop. Man, I would almost say Co-op. Yeah, I know. It's, it's kind of hard, so they'll, they'll correct us on Twitter because that's what they do. From what I've heard, you guys need to tread lightly with your pronunciation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was brewed and canned by the... Co-op ale works. <laughs> I Maybe? think co-op sounds cooler than coop. Yeah, I don't know. I feel I'm gonna feel really bad when I'm wrong. Um, it's uh, from Oklahoma City. Anyway, this is from Becky in Oklahoma City. So uh, it's 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 brewed with honey. Actually, it's an IPA with honey. So it's uh, you're of the right age where you. I mentioned this last time we used to, we had talked about coop and co-op. Um, do you remember Mr. Cooper, the television show? Yeah. Hanging yeah. with Mr. Cooper? Yeah. It's great. TGIF. Was that a spinoff of something? Yeah. Uh, it might have been, but it was great. We talked about it last time. You guys acted like you. I was an idiot for talking about hanging with Mr. When? Cooper. I don't remember that. It was on an episode earlier. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. It's been 60-some episodes, so. No, it was like in the last like two months. Yeah, I don't remember. It was since we've been drinking the Iowa beers. Well, that's been in the last like three weeks. Well, three weeks. TGIF, I, don't, um, I don't remember that conversation one bit. Well, I probably tuned you out. You, you drank and slept since then. Yeah, I've probably tuned you out too. I do that well, a lot. There is that. <laughs> what, are, what are you? What are you drinking? I am drinking the hopped up and horny, the horny goat brewing by Horny Grope. Yeah, Horny Grover. Goat <laughs> yes! Brewing Company. Uh, very slowly, because last night at this time I was 
reintroducing myself to the sandwich I had had for lunch <laughs> that included jalapenos. Oh, oh, did it burn? Oh, it was awful. Jalapenos and stomach acid. My, I was puking in the bathroom, <laughs> and my two of my boys were going to bed in the room next door, and apparently they looked at Lily, my wife, and was like, Dad sounds like a monster. Because <laughs> I go for it. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's there's different levels of vomiting I've discovered. There are the loud like you sound like you're bringing up your soul, <laughs> and yeah. then there are those who are just super quiet, kind of cough occasionally, and that's like I go big or go home. Right, I'm trying <laughs> to get like, all that. Yeah. I'm yeah. kind of a quiet one. Like I'll cough a lot, but I don't <laughs> I don't make a lot of like. <laughs> no, it's like from the gut for me. Oh yeah, like. Yeah. It's seriously like I, I projectile that stuff like it sprays out. So you literally um, puked into a burning ring of fire. Yeah, I did. Yeah, toilet, toilet bowl ring. Yeah, quite literally. Yeah, I bet that hurt a lot. It wasn't. It wasn't pleasant. Was your, was your throat sore? Yes. Yeah, I bet it was. I. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is riveting for people. Yeah, home. I'm sure it is. Hey, how do you feel whenever you puke that yeah. jalapeno sandwich? Up? Um. I am drinking, I forgot. Uh, hey, Michael, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Exile GG Dark Lager. Lager. <laughs> Lager. Wow. Lager. Um, it is from Des Moines, Iowa. It is the gold medal winner in 2015 for the Great American Beer Festival. Is it good? European style dark. Yuncher? Dunkel? <laughs> Munker? Muncher? <laughs> it's delicious. It's very good. Good. Um, yeah, that was a single. That was there was only one of those. I think I don't think oh, we had. I feel those. bad now. No, it's no, it's fine. I put it in there. It says, "All hail this smooth dark lager." Why are you reading the where Gigi again? reigns? Other beers need not bother. So yeah, something that was like my that. phone. I better I better mute my phone real quick. Yeah, you should. That happens literally every week. I hear R two D two or BB eight or whatever it is. It hasn't happened in, in a few weeks because I've been muting it that I forgot today. Yeah. Um, this round is on the Pastor's Pub. Yeah. Um, if you would like to buy us around, go to patreon.com slash pastors podcast. It will put you in the pub. It's a closed Facebook group where we talk about life, spirituality, and just about everything else. Things discussed in the pub this week. Demon possession. Is it real? I've been kind of out of the pub lately this week. I've been a little busy. I haven't. How do you guys feel about demon possession though? Mm. I don't know. I, because I, I, it's easy for me to say I don't believe in it because I've never experienced it. Well, yeah. And as a white male, <laughs> as a white male. What does being white have to do with it? Well, listen to it. I'm trying not to <laughs> marginalize other people's experiences. No, that's fine. I just, I, I wrestle with the whole supernatural. Like, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't have any idea. Do you wrestle with DC Talk Supernatural? Never. Supernatural. No, I wrestle it into the garbage can. That's where I wrestle it to. Never. Hey, uh, you. I'm into Jesus. Hey, you. Hey, you. Is that the one that had colored people on it? No, that's that's Jesus Freak. <laughs> Are colored you sure? People. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah colored it, people it, was on yeah, Jesus Yeah, I know Freak. that was on okay. Jesus Freak. Okay. Uh, yeah. Jesus Freak actually holds up pretty well, except for that song. Right. It's highly offensive. Mm, it, mm, well. It, there's a lot that doesn't hold up on Jesus Freak, yeah. Namely the title. Well, there's I took that. a class on demon possession. Yeah, I mean it was like a it was years and years ago. Are you a certified exorcist now? No, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> I don't know where I land on that. I I don't want to get all theological. I I don't want to discount the possibility. 
but I, I'm a little skeptical. And I think to your not marginalizing people, we live in a society and a culture mm-hmm. that would, the noise that we're surrounded by is way different than yeah. in yeah. other cultures where yeah. the spiritual world is much more accepted oh, as yeah. a viable thing. Oh, and yeah. so whether it's actually demonic activity or not, there's a sincere belief that it is, yeah. which only gives yeah. power to the yeah. destructive nature of things. Yeah. yeah. If you've been demon possessed, uh, hit us up. We might want to interview you. Not if anyone has ever successfully It'll performed be an exorcism on you. <laughs> yes. um, we also talked about the Handmaiden's Tale on Hulu. It's apparently a popular thing going around right now. I have not seen it. I have not seen it. Um, what music you listen to while reading? Um, I mean, I kind of listen to about everything, really. It depends on what I'm reading. Yeah. If I'm reading something like a theology type thing, I really have to focus on. I do a lot of jazz or instrumental type cigarettes. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff I can. It's just kind of background. Yeah. Lately, um, I've been listening to. Um, I think it's called "On Earth" by Michael Gunger and another guy. <laughs> uh, it's all instrumental. It's really good. Nice. That's the stuff from the liturgist, isn't it? Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's. I know it's a different. It's different from Gunger. Okay. I don't know if they use it on the liturgists. Okay. Sufjan's um, Sufjan's pretty good re- reading music too. Yeah. So, um, what do you listen to when you read? Me or, or do you? Because um, a lot of people can't. Like they can't. I. I've. It's. It's pretty new experience for me. Um, what reading? Uh, no. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, listening to music and reading. Uh, so I've been doing like comic books a lot lately. So I've been reading Walking Dead while listening to the Walking Dead soundtrack. Um, reading Star Wars comics while um, listening to Star Wars, Star Wars soundtrack. Um, Are you wearing a Jedi robe, Michael? When you read, <laughs> I know, but I should ele- elevate the experience. I feel like I feel like that's something you would definitely. I need do. to read by the glow of my lightsaber. You need to like probably take a picture of that and send it to us as well. Uh, there's a picture Jar Jar of me Suit. out there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I read only to my children in Jar Jar Binks. Um, man. Uh, what are you doing? I'm trying to write down hashtags before I forget them. <laughs> <laughs> I've got like I got four already, man. We're on a roll. All right. I'm, We're good. I'm, I'm, I forgot, but there's one I really wanted to hit. Okay. Um, so we also talked about... Um, a home church that was inspired by the Pastor's Pub. Really? Uh, yeah. Max Man, Oliver started I mean, I started a home group. Out. Nice. Um, pretty cool. Go, Max. Uh, and then uh, Sufjan Stevens performed, uh, performing the entirety of Carrie and Lowell. Yeah. Uh, there's a video. I need it's, to get, it's probably going to be doing tonight or tomorrow. Be watching it's, long, it's like an hour and a half, well, hour a and concert. 20. I mean. But it's like the, that album. Yeah. Is that album that long? No, he did some other stuff. He did some other stuff, too. Oh, he throughout did, the Like, song? he did... Uh, I've got the playlist. He did like Vesuvius. Um, it's good. Yeah, he did uh, Feudal Devices, which is also those are two from uh, Age of Odds. Oh, okay. He did Redford, which is from Michigan, I think. So he did a couple of other ones, but he basically did the whole, the whole thing, and then a couple of other random songs in there. So it was good. I, I'm yeah. about twenty minutes in, and I really enjoyed it so far. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. You can download it. You can actually download the actual audio from Bandcamp. Uh, is, is it free? No, it's like ten bucks. But oh, just watch the video a, for free. Well, I know, but some, maybe you want it too. Yeah, I'm, I can never get enough Sufjan. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, hit the button. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, what do we got? We got chocolate. Chocolate. This is uh, the footage from our um, care box from Iowa in Oklahoma City. Yeah. And I believe this all comes from... I don't really know where it comes from, now that I think about it. No? Um, I don't know. It doesn't really say. Iowa or Oklahoma or somewhere. It says it's produced in Switzerland, so... It comes from Switzerland. Yeah. Um, pit stuff on anyway, the there's three different... I'm sure they'll let us know. Anyway, there's three different ones, uh, three different bars of chocolate. What are um, we rating these? Um, covered wagons, since it came from Oklahoma. I like it. Covered wagons. Covered wagons. Yeah, we could do Sounds that. good. Because I think we did Jodes once from something from Oklahoma. Yeah, we definitely have done let's do, Jodes. Let's do covered wagons. Um, okay, this one is... Um, the first one's just the organic. It's all, all organic, all fairly traded. Um, it's called Equal Exchange Chocolates. Um, this is the dark chocolate, just called Very Dark Chocolate. So, um, yeah, it's going to pass that around. I like my chocolate. I like... Never mind. <laughs> no. Like, I like my no. chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> you don't believe you. You would not believe how many people I've heard say, "I like I, I like my coffee like I like mm. my." Come on, buddy. Mm. Man, that's really good. That's like good chocolate, like not like Hershey's chocolate, which is right. fine, but it's like good, good chocolate. It's got a little tang to it. For dark, it's not. Yeah, it's not chalky. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going four on that. I'll go four cover wagons. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like yeah. that. One. I'm not a huge dark chocolate fan. Um, the next one is um, that's pretty good. Caramel crunch with sea salt. I'm oh a, yeah, I'm a big fan of caramel and sea salt. That's kind of my kind of my thing now. Caramel and sea salt. Mm-hmm. Mm. You like salty things, don't you? I do. God, really? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Mm. Sweaty. Sweaty. <laughs> Man, that's really good, too. That's a four and a half on me. I'll give that one a five. It is. I'll give it four and a half also. However, chocolate and caramel is better when it's like the gooey caramel. Gooey caramel. Yeah, like a caramello. Oh, man. Oh, man. I would eat the crap out of one of those right now. Mm-hmm. I freaking love caramellos. Uh, and then finally, this one I'm kind of interested in. This is the uh, dark chocolate. It's a lemon ginger with black pepper. Oh, which is an interesting, yeah, interesting. That salty little... caramel one pairs well with this uh, dark lager. I'm sure it does. Yeah, any chocolate goes well with like porters and dark dark beers. Oh, you can smell the lemon. Mmm. Holy crap. I don't get any black pepper. Well, I get a little bit of pepper. A little bit of pepper. Yeah. Man, it's a lot of lemon. That's, ooh. It's way better than its name would mm-hmm. indicate. The pepper's, wow. on, the pepper's on the back end. That's a five. That's yeah. freaking delicious. It's an explosion in your mouth. <laughs> it's like it's, an explosion of flavor. Indeed. Like a hot caramello at the end of a road trip. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I saw a Charleston Chews, like a... Giant one. I've never seen those before. Yeah, I've only known the little guys. No, I've seen the big ones before. I bought one. I bet I you bought did. a big Charleston Chew. I bet you did. Uh, also, finally found um, the Twizzlers with the 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 um, cream inside. Oh, like the orange dreamsicle. Oh, I haven't had those. 
I've looked like at five different spots. Finally found them in Marsh in, in Bloomington. I've been, I seriously, you can ask Sarah. We went to like three different places last week looking for those. That's a lot of effort for, that's a lot of effort for a Twizzler. It was good. I mean, that the cream was a disconcerting color, but it was very well, delicious. Yeah, I would think it would be. Well, I mean, it wasn't like the bright white. It was just, it looked like something else. It was it was disconcerting. Oh wow. It was oh my God. <laughs> holy shit. It was uh, but it was wow. very good. It tasted mm. tasted very very Yeah, mm, I bet it did. Just like you expected. <laughs> <laughs> or just remembered. Like it, just like it always does. <laughs> oh man. Wow, that derailed in a hurry. <laughs> You're gonna uh, promote this at your church? Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> They all know. Oh, man. Sorry yeah. about that. Sorry if we've cost you any members. Probably not. Um, yeah, thanks for the... Thanks for yeah, them. that was really good. Those The chocolate was really good. Mm-hmm. They've definitely not sent that before. I, I know we've had somebody send us... Somebody sent us um, Fair Trade something, rather. I think it was it was uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah, but I think Becky sent us something, too. Becky sent us stuff before, but I don't remember what it was. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's It I'm was going, good. I'm going to... India and Thailand in beginning of June. Maybe oh, I'll have nice. to look out oh. for some yes stuff. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we're on board with that. Yeah. I mean, you, were, you just, weren't you just there fairly? Yeah, easily? it's the same trip as last year, but I'm leading the trip this year. I'm nice. leading the group this year, and we're Dubai is included this year. For the G- gifts time. of man of the world. You're a world traveler. <laughs> yeah, bring us some keeping India. college kids alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bring us some India treats. Yeah. Not snake. Don't bring snake. We don't want snake. I don't know if they eat snake. It seems like something they would eat in India. Last yes. year, I made the huge mistake of not realizing that cows are sacred in India oh. and taking beef jerky. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm eating your God. I pretty much. Your God so tastes I just, so I delicious. made sure I packed out the empty packages when mm-hmm. I left. Yeah. Yeah. Unintentionally oh, offended. I, I was terrified. I was hiding it from the hotel people. Yeah, that's that's a that's a faux pas. That's a big faux pas. That's yeah. a cultural cultural faux pas there. Yeah. What would be what would be similar for us if somebody uh, probably cat or dog? Nah, yeah, maybe dog. People get offended by that stuff, but not not like in that way. Like that's the sacred is dogs aren't sacred here. They're just see just cr- like dogs. Here's the great thing about Christianity: <laughs> every week we eat our Savior. Every week. It's true. I mean, so yeah, yeah. there's no sacred cow because there's sacred Jesus and he's the, the bread and the wine. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Profound yeah. statements. Yeah. <laughs> Dear, there it is. You know, well, I thought today we haven't done that in a <laughs> long time. I'm glad we got to do one. Yeah, that was, that was, there we go. Um, yeah, let's go into the news feed. All right. All right, let's do this. Lock up your fears, dry all your tears, refill your fears. We're headed into the news feed. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me go. Yeah, sure. I got like um, twenty, so you're not doing twenty. Brad's not here to stop me. So. I am here to stop you. <laughs> I will stop you. Go for it. Uh, that being said, I have three short ones. So um, I love it when you have short ones. Oh my god! You did that like two weeks. You did that last week. I know. You need to think of something else. Um, there's a picture. There's a picture going around Twitter of uh, Colin Kaepernick, former San Francisco 49ers. Oh, you get you get fired? Huh? Did he get fired? I don't think he's there anymore. I don't know what happened. I, I haven't been following his career. But Is I he playing he's baseball not with Tim Tebow? Huh? He hasn't been signed. See, I didn't think he's been signed by anybody. And of course, you know, 
You know the reason. Yeah. Yeah, because he decided to kneel. Yeah. God forbid. Anyway, he's so he's taking he's taking a lot of. How sh- can Tim Tebow kneel and Colin Kaepernick can't? Come on. Where's the engine? Where's the? It, we're not. We, we could did a whole podcast on that, if you'll recall. Yeah, fuck um, Tim Tebow. Not that. Not on Tim Tebow. We could do one on Tim Tebow though. People already added us on Tim Tebow last time we said something about him. <laughs> People are crazy about Tim Tebow. They really I, are. I know. I don't. I don't. He's a great guy. I'm not arguing that. I'm sure he's. A I nice would take guy. his abs. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah. I guess. I, yeah. I would too. I guess. Yeah. That would involve effort, though. Right. Yeah. Either to take murder him and take them, or to actually do the enough sit-ups to... Like the beef jerky. Would you take his abs like the beef jerky? <laughs> Tebow jerky? <laughs> I'd try it. I'd totally try it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, so he... Happened to a Tebow. Cabern is taking a lot of shit from people because of the whole national anthem thing. Um, but he has done, like... He's given away millions of dollars, yeah. literally... To different charities and organizations, um, youth development, all kinds of different things. There's a picture floating around of him handing out suits outside of New York City parole offices. Oh, shoot. Oh. Oh, that's on my phone. Oh. We need to pause. I just, yeah, I just spilled beer on my phone. We'll be all back. Right, we'll, we'll be right back. <laughs> so we're back. I don't think Matt's uh, phone is ruined yet. Gotta let the beer. The, not until the yeast expands inside of it. <laughs> yeah, my phone cracks. The screen cracks. There's a yeast growing in it. You should start drinking unleavened beer. <laughs> I wonder if that's a thing. Probably not. Probably. Somebody's made it. Probably. Anyway, so, I was going to show you this picture. It's Colin Kaepernick handing out suits um, outside of New York parole offices to people. Nice. I mean, like, that's nice. you know, when you get out of prison, <laughs> right? you don't really have a lot. Right. And your job's prospects are pretty limited, and so he's just trying to make... I mean, that's just making the world a better place. Like, that... Yeah. He's doing he's doing shit like that all the time. Like, I don't care... I don't care if the guy can play football or not. I don't... That's irrelevant to me. And it's kind of the same thing with Tebow. Like, he's doing good stuff. I don't care if he can play baseball. He probably can't. He can't. Not he's not a great well. football player. I'm not even going to argue with people about that. <clears throat> but he's doing good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever's making the world a better place, I'm on board with that. So, um, anyway, I just thought that was a neat little... Um, I don't know if we can even post that because it's just a Twitter thing. So yeah, we can we can, can we'll okay. find a way. S- send me the link. Okay. Um, what else? Um, okay, so this one I just literally saw this today. So um, a plane crash was caught on dash cam, one of those little two seater Piper Cub sort oh, of looking yeah, yeah. things. Um, so here's the here's the gift whoa of it. whoa oh, wait wait wait. She. I guess the guy ran out of fuel. Um, or something, something that affects. What's up, buddy? Like, you didn't think to fuel up before you <laughs> took off. <laughs> um, both both passenger and pilot were able to walk away from what? the wreckage. That's crazy. Um, the crash happened Tuesday. It's afternoon. A lot of fire. Classic. Yeah. Well, the crash happened Rescue Tuesday afternoon in, in in Oregon. Um, Mukilteo, M U K I L T A O T E O, Mukilteo. Teo. Um, immediately after the plane took off from Painfield Airport, the massive fireball scene was the result of fuel igniting after the plane clipped a power line, which you can see uh, it doing that, followed by a street light, causing the inferno to rain down on the street below. Um, after the plane lost power, I guess it lost power, didn't run out of gas. Pilot couldn't restart the engine. He steered the aircraft towards the nearby Harbor Point Boulevard, which was free of traffic. Uh, the plane still ended up hitting at least five vehicles before coming to a stop, but there were no additional injuries. So, wow. Yeah. It's going to suck nine, having to pay all those people back. 9,000 people uh, lost power until the lines could be repaired. So, 
Um, but that's a lot less, lot, lot less terrible than people dying. So what could have happened? Because yeah. if you, you, yeah. I mean, we'll post this. You watch that video, you're like, yeah, they just died. Yeah, like, I just watched two people die. But man, they walked away, so walked away with no injuries. What do you think uh, he had to pay for his for his insurance to cover all that? Probably a pretty penny. I, I mean, I'm sure. How in, much I'm, is plane insurance? So, I don't know. If you have a plane out there, <laughs> it's at MJ Base. Uh, totally I'd ties like to in know. with the topic later. Oh yes, yeah. Yes, it if does. you have a plane, oh, yeah. on an airplane. So, I'm on a boat. <laughs> I'm on a plane. Do you have Do you have one? Are, I, are, I did. Are you done? I have one more. Okay. All right. Bre- oh yeah, third so one. So this is the so Kendrick Lamar. I don't yes. know how many rap fans are out there. Rap's been a big thing the last year for me. Yes. So there was the rumor. So he released "Damn" on Good Friday. Yes. There was a rumor, a widespread rumor. Uh, Brandon Andrus was tweeting me excitedly, <laughs> like all of all weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday into Easter. There was a rumor of him of him releasing another album on Resurrection Sunday on Easter Nation. Sunday. Nation. Yeah. <clears throat> Didn't happen. Obviously, he tweeted about it. Um, I'm gonna post an article. It's a long article. Well. He sort of did release two albums. If you take Damn and play it from back to front, it's almost literally an entirely different album message-wise. Now, all these the songs yeah. are the same. So I did it, and I listened to it yesterday, and it is absolutely freaking different than front to back. Both ways. Nice. Are, it, it's, so he really did sort and it's intentional. The article goes into all the details that I'm not going to go into here, but there's all these like hints throughout the songs and like intros and things like huh. that as to the meaning in one direction, the meaning in another direction. It's, it's freaking genius, man. People like that make me mad. It's so to be smart. smart. Yeah. To be that. I'm a sucker for a good concept album. It, totally. That, that's exactly what that is. I mean, it is the song, the album itself, like whichever direction you listen in is freaking unbelievable. But from like the perspective of art, we're like in a like Brad. I think we've said this before. We're in a golden age of rap right now, like hip hop. Like it yeah. is. they're the they're the Bob Dylan of they're the modern Bob Dylan. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's a it's very like, this album is very prophetic. Like it is, it's highly prophetic. Nice. Like what he's doing, what Chance is doing. Um, who else? Um, well, the uh, uh, Anderson Pack. Like what the stuff he's doing with hip hop and R and B is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I love me some Chance the Rapper. Oh man, I know. Sheesh. Yeah, but anyway, it's just we're gonna Break post it. That, the articles, the article's pretty long, but it is it is very convincing that he intentionally did that. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. Radiohead did a similar thing actually a few years ago when they released uh, "In Rainbows." There were hints all throughout that, and uh, somebody posted that you can make a playlist that "In Rainbows" syncs up with "OK Computer." If you uh. all, if you make a playlist and alternate the songs. The beginning, really? the ending of one song plays in the beginning of another song. You do a 10 second fade on iTunes. You can't do it on an iPhone or anything or an iPod, but you can do it on your iTunes. You do a 10 second fade where the song starts where the other one's ending. What? They exactly sync up. That's crazy. And those albums were put together 10 years apart. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty genius. So Mind if anybody's blown. interested in that, uh, hit me up and I'll explain how to do it. So sweet. Yeah. It's that Polly Need Matt. Yep. It's like I'm, I'm gonna be a little Michaelish right now and say, <laughs> "It's like what David Crowder band used to do that a lot too, with like all seven of their like, really? like they have. There's some big theory about every album they ever released being connected and hmm. like, huh. 
that they. I didn't ask, know that, but they were good. I they were not, good at like. I got to get into that. If somebody wants to <laughs> shoot me a link, that's at MJ Basinger. I'd love to. <laughs> they were good. At, they were good at concept albums. They especially were yeah. later in their career. They really did a good job. Oh man, what was the one with like the where they first started going into like some. Uh, more folksy type stuff. A collision. A collision. Ah, uh, yes, so good. Mm-hmm. And they had B collision too, right? And it was yeah, mm-hmm. it was really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yep. They were of all the Christian worship bands or whatever, right. whatever you want to call them. They were by far can't knock the creativity. You can't knock the creativity. And, they were and, by far the most creative. They weren't very acce- they weren't very accessible from like a a worship leading standpoint like yeah. if you're just in a church nah, but like overrated yeah but but the <laughs> I, w- I would but they add, were they were definitely doing I would add Gunger to that yeah oh yeah and yeah. then I there was who was the guy that we like towards the end of our church plant we played a lot of Fernando Ortega no <laughs> <laughs> ruff ruff ruya <laughs> Carmen <laughs> yes no um it's a throwback the 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 oh um, Daniel Bashta yeah Daniel Bashta yeah. he, mm-hmm. uh, he did some accessible stuff good. that was pretty decent yeah uh, he his like he's got some some artistry there mm-hmm. so yep. anyway what what do you got all right so I came across this this week there was a plumber who passed away in New York and okay. one of his best friends they were huge New York Mets fans so his friend Tom McDonald. Uh, is now on a quest oh, to honor day. the memory. Yeah, this is awesome. Is of his late friend, the stadium. He's flushing his. No, ashes. he's not. <laughs> he's done sixteen stadiums so far, and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, um, nice! But he takes little vials of no his friend. I totally ashes. Was joking. That's and crazy. Flushes them down the toilet. That's be freaking awesome. And there's man. like he's giving himself rules. Like a game has to be going on when it happens. When it happens. And he feels like oh, he, and he, but he skipped Wrigley Field because he hates the Cubs. Nice. <laughs> That's incredible. That is really cool, man. Where would you want to be flushed? <laughs> I don't know, man. I've never really thought of that. <laughs> my, I mean, who? I mean, not that you <laughs> yeah, would. I mean, yeah. Surprisingly, yeah. My mom, I, my mom has a plan for her ass. She wants to be cremated when she dies, and she wants to be scattered and in the flower beds at her church. Uh, I was just thinking, so. imagining you and Brad on a cliff and it blowing back in your face. <laughs> Big Lebowski style, yeah. yeah. That's probably what's going to end up happening for real. I mean, she's not going to know. No. But she wants to be She wants to be scattered in her the flower beds at the church. I so. like that. Yeah. Um, We're trying to get her to plant herself as a tree, because you can do that, too. That, yeah. yeah. Grow into a tree. But yeah. it'd be something beautiful for everybody instead of just scattering dirt into the dirt. Well. <laughs> I mean, it's her ashes, so... It's in the garden, though, like the flower garden at the church? It's just like the flower beds and stuff. They have flower beds and stuff like that. They have vegetable gardens? No, they have flower beds. Okay. No. Because that would I don't be know. Weird. Where, I mean, would you... That would be weird. Do you we, know... Uh, we yeah. did that with my grandma. Yeah? With, in, in the vegetable, vegetable garden? garden? Well, Lily started... Because we... We... Our first home together was the condo that my grandma... Okay. Uh, you guys have been on the porch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That was my you grandma's guys tried to help us plant a church. And yeah, it, it, it didn't work at all. <laughs> thanks, thanks for all your great tips. Yeah, right. Thanks, Jordan and yeah. Lucas. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, like we know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, some of her ashes went because I grew. I mean, that was the yeah. only house I ever knew her. And yeah. Then Lily, of course, started planting vegetables. A couple uh, years okay. Later. Nice. It's just. I never thought about it yeah. till now. And it's we don't just, live there anymore, so I'm just not going to worry ash. about it. I mean, it's not. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I mean, it's it's mental. That's what all there it is anyway. Yeah, right. it's just ash. So, um, all right. So, where would you want to be flushed? I, don't, you, I mean, you could scatter me like it. <clears throat> with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, that'd be kind of cool because I'm a big music person, or Sufjan's backyard, or 
Yeah. Oh, or Iceland. Ooh. That's where Sugar Rose is. You could scatter me in Iceland. I'd be okay with that. Could they? Could they do like a little like a bomb? I'd, I'd rather during you, I'd the Sugar <laughs> Rose concert. They just blow like a big puff bomb. of ash. <laughs> and you are literally on the whole crowd. Big pile of mat. Yep. Uh, I like that idea for you. I'd recommend you don't flush me because knowing knowing my luck, I would clog the toilet. <laughs> that, that would be like the final like coup de gras for my life is to clog the toilet with my yeah, ashes. Right. Yeah, that and would you guys be... have to plunge Matt out of the toilet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would that's totally that's that would totally, totally happen. Yeah. Um, okay, so here are mine. I've got uh, eighteen of them. You're not no, doing eighteen. I'm not going to do eighteen. Uh, I'm just I'm I'm kidding, but. Um, so um, we are recording, right? We we yes, I'm glad you asked. Okay, because we are. Um, so did you guys hear about the Forks? Yes. No. Oh my McDonald's. Dude, <laughs> McDonald's fire that shit into the sun. <laughs> McDonald's oh my gosh. In- invented uh, Forks, and the internet can't stop talking about it. So a fork is a device. It's a plastic device. It's a fork, but the prongs of the fork are made out of French fries. That is the what? dumbest. The dumbest. Oh my! I can't even now. And it's nope. all. It's all nope. to promote um, their new sa- line of sandwiches. <laughs> nope. Um, they have a fork website. You can call one eight four four. This is never going to happen. Mick D Fork. These are never going to happen. This is all a publicity stunt to get well, them on yeah, the... yeah, for that's sure. It. That's all it. Those are never going to happen. We are never going to see those in Martinsville. Uh, well, we they're probably airing a bag. I mean, it's just little pieces of plastic. Why wouldn't we see them? I don't... What? That's half of the <sighs> ocean right now is plastic. Well, why don't we just add a little bit more dip, fry dipping? This is this is why Donald Trump won, in case you're wondering. <laughs> this it's is why I'm kind like of starting to side with North Korea. I'm kind of on North Korea's side now. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Brad even said something to that effect. Like, just I mean, at this point, just nuke us. I mean, like, like we, if this, if this is where we're we asking have, for it, if this is where we have gone as a country, is a, is a floor? What do you call them? A fork? 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 Fro? Call them a fuck off? Like, just seriously, like, just bomb us into oblivion and get it over with. Um. So the internet has decided to come up with um, different <laughs> types of forks. The the. Mm. Uh, Wolverine. It's the Wolverine with fries <laughs> okay, instead of his blades. That's, that's pretty good. Um, it's making me want some fries, though. I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's doing what fries. it's set up. It's exactly, I mean, that's exactly it's what it's set up to do. But it's for their sandwiches. So this this is one of the tweets. Says, Why is it for their sandwiches? They're having it's to promote their sandwiches. What I don't even see on this article. are the fries made of adamantium. They're not going to cut through a sandwich. No, I, well, I know they're, they're signature crafted recipes. They're there to improve your signature crafted recipe eating experience. What? So you have to buy this new it's, sandwich in order to get it. I think it's a so they don't they don't want your greasy fry fingers to mess up there. Well, you have to stick your, the a, fries in there anyway. I know have, it's <sighs> it's a sandwich full of cancer. It's not going to matter how you eat it. Just <laughs> eighteen seventy six telephone. 1879 light bulb, 1928 penicillin, 1947 transistor, 2017 the frark. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yep. This is. Yeah, I saw that. I was just like, no, I'm not even gonna like dignify it with. And of course, you brought it up on the podcast. Yeah. I wish we'd yeah. all been ready. Um, Bad frogs. Did you guys see the uh, the Jimmy John's employee uh, who got robbed? 
No. The dude. Uh, okay, so this guy oh, comes yeah. in. He was totally stone cold, man. Oh, he was like freaking stone cold. Let me see if I can get it to play here. Uh, so the guy comes in, orders a sandwich. The, and there's no audio, so the video, I'm just going to yeah. narrate for you. Um, this dude comes in, orders a sandwich. Um, the guy at the cash register just kind of takes his order, puts it in. And then the dude ends up pulling out a gun and then like gets it right in the face. And the guy, the, the, the guy who is, uh, like the guy who's works at Jimmy John's is totally chill about it. Those are called employees. Well, I don't know. I think no, they're called employees. They're probably called sandwich artists. That's what they're called <laughs> oh, yeah. in Subway. That's a good point. Freaky um, fast sandwich artist. So he he brings out the brings out the gun. Mm, man, I could eat a Jimmy John sandwich right now too. And he says basically, open up the register. So he, the guy he just looks pissed off. He, yeah. The the the, 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 the employee does. <laughs> it's probably like his ninth day in a row, and he's like, man, yeah. fuck this. <laughs> yeah. So he, I just want to go I'm home. Making sandwiches I'm just making here. sandwiches, yeah. dude. So he totally just slowly <laughs> takes out all the money. He's so chill. The guy is like literally has a gun like this close to his face. Um, and then he ends up just taking the whole till out of the, the register and <laughs> hands it over to the guy. And the guy's like, no, I don't want it. So they actually found the guy later on. Um, Imagine that. He's on camera. Right. He, he said, I was thinking F this dude because uh, he did it like a B. I'm, I'm yeah, editing my, myself. My seven-year-old just walked in. Hey, so, Jude. Hi, Jude. You want to come say hi? No? Okay. Nope. Good talk, son. Um, okay, another story. Um, the cops found... No, for, uh, let's go back to that. Like The Jimmy Johns? How terrifying. That would be awful. I, I saw another video of, of a guy who was robbing a, like a convenience store, and another guy like walked in, like just some older guy, and he was like... The guy put the gun right in his face. The guy just walked by him like, like whatever. What are there are do? lots of things I hope I'd be willing to die for. However much money is in a Jimmy John's cash register, not, not, one, not, of them. One, not of one of them. Not one of them. It's probably not a whole lot of money. Not a hill I'm willing not to gonna, literally not die Not going to take the bullet on that one, literally. Yeah. I don't even think that you could pay your mortgage within what's in that till. <laughs> no, yeah. I doubt it. Because those places, they drop their, their money so often. They're locked yeah. up. They're in the uh, time yeah. lock. I mean, I'm at Starbucks all the time when they drop their tills and stuff. I mean, it's all the time. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. They're, they're, you're not going to get a whole lot of money. No. Um, okay. So uh, the cops say that the cemetery flowers were stolen by a florist. I heard this today, too. So um, Linda Wingate um, in New Jersey... Uh, told police that she was trying to tidy up the, the cemetery plots. But uh, so they've been investigating for months because flowers were being stolen um, and they caught her on video, her going and stealing flowers from graves and then she would reuse them to sell in her florist shop. Boy, that's wow. That's a special kind of person. There's uh there's probably a, a circle in hell for that kind of thing. Isn't there like, <laughs> I mean, like to, to steal off of somebody's grave. <laughs> yeah, that's not cool. Hey, Lenny. Not not cool. No, that's um, that's pretty awful. I really. You don't need to do another one. I do kind of want to do another one. You don't need to do another one, Michael. It's four. There's some that I've. That's three. That's three. This will be three. four. All right, let's do one more. Oh my gosh. Brad's not here to contain us. This is what this is what happens. And you just don't listen to me. Is that how that works? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Great. Yeah. Oh. Whoop. What you what? got? It's <laughs> what you got there, buddy. Um, they they can't hear that. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure they okay. they can't hear right. whenever my ads pop up on All my right. phone. All right, 
Um, okay, 15 weird things that people have left behind in an Uber. We're not going to do all of them. <laughs> We're not going to do all of them. Uh, a cape. Somebody left their cape. Mm-hmm. Engagement ring. Mm. Their Harry oh, Potter man. glasses. Wait, like actual Harry Potter glasses? Or yeah, just glasses that look like somebody... They're, they're Harry Potter glasses is what they said. Okay. Um, a painting. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? A painting. Like an actual, I'm, like, full... Like one of theirs or something they somebody stole from the left, Louvre? Or? I have no idea. It just says a painting. A violin. Oh, my gosh. Those are not cheap. Yeah. A laser. <laughs> Smoke machine. It's... A rubber mallet, yeah. a cutout elf, dog sweater, yeah. bulletproof vest. Ooh. Were they? I mean, was it an Uber on the south side of Chicago, or like where were where were I they? Don't know. And a taser. Yeah. What? Who has ever left something somewhere? Like, what's oh, the most expensive gosh, thing you've no. left behind? Oh gosh. Oh man. I've left a winter coat multiple places. <laughs> Left my wallet a lot of places, but I usually go back and get I've it. I've left, I've lost some tools. I've left some since I've started working and traveling everywhere. I've left tools. I have too. Um, a screwdriver, a hammer. I got the hammer back. I did not get the screwdriver back. I'm missing a wrench, and I lost I've, a screwdriver. I've as left, well. I've left two pitchers. I'm my third pitcher. You just leave them. <laughs> I just forget to, I just forget to grab them on the way out the door. When we do a brewer, but that's call. like what ten bucks? No, they're like fifteen bucks. They're not. Well, not wanted, the pitcher. Uh, they're not something I would just want to leave behind. Bucks. Yeah, but still, that's adds, adds up after a while. I don't know if I've left anything like super like. When I was a kid, I lost twenty bucks in my front yard. I'm sure it blew away. I couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember that day because I was a kid. Yeah, and it was like state. twenty bucks, uh, yeah. man. My mom was like, "Well, you lost it. You should have taken yeah, taken better care of it." Yeah, twenty dollar bill, man. Yep. I was bummed. Yep. I can't think of anything like super expensive that I've left anywhere. Winter coat's probably the worst, besides my wallet. Yeah, those are not cheap. I left a brand new backpack in a Chipotle one. Somehow I didn't leave the computer that I carried in in the backpack. (laughs) But it was probably because it was new. Yeah. Yeah. And I just left and left the... Hmm. But you never saw that again, did you? Nope. I went back and it was surprisingly no one had seen it. Yeah. Surprise. Yeah, so let me tell you about a story similar to that. So I left my wallet in a movie theater once. It fell out the back of my my shorts right after I had graduated high school, and I had all my freaking money I got from my graduation party. Oh. In it. it fell out the back of my pants um, at the movie theater. Whoa. I go back. Oh, we haven't seen it. Nobody's seen it. Let me ask the guy who cleaned oh, up that. Oh, he hasn't seen it either. It showed up. Like two days later, um, in Walgreens, in a restroom in Walgreens, had all my IDs after I'd already replaced them. What? Driver's license, all my card, all the money was gone. Yeah. I lost a good thousand plus. Oh, man. Yep. And the little boy standing in the front yard looking down the street (laughs) (laughs) slowly emerged again. Yep. And there it was, guys. That's why. Wow. You, I've never heard that story. Yeah. It sucked, man. That's bad, yeah. It sucked. I think I scored like 1300 for my graduation, so that was yeah. quickly blown on Christian CDs when I was in college. <laughs> Dad called me, he's like, man, you need to slow down your spending. I, I still had some... That's when that, CDs were like $18. You bought CDs with all your money. <laughs> well, I spent a lot of it. Oh, Dude, I was on I my had, own for the first time, like, and I had a bank full of cash, like... 
in a, in a check, a some, checkbook. Some uh, uh, rusted root, some... Burla- um, burlap to cashmere. Yeah. Uh, tooth and Nail has a lot of my money, actually. I spent yeah. a lot of money on Tooth and Nail. Thanks, worst, Brandon Ebel. Worst Christian labels you could have chosen. Yeah. I mean, at least yeah. they were putting out some creative stuff. I, I mean, think, yeah. it was all hardcore. And Plank Eye. But yeah. Old school. Yeah. Man, I love Plank Eye. I was listening to I Plank listen Eye to, just I still recently. listen to Stavesaker. I still listen. They're putting out a new album, too. They're working on it right now. Um, I'm very excited. What was I going to... Oh, I was... I was looked up Scott Stiletta, the... The original lead singer mm-hmm. of um, Blank Eye to find out what he's doing now. Um, his music <laughs> just, is not just great. like randomly. Huh, just like Scott's. Up I wonder to. what Scott Stiletto's doing right yeah, now. Well, I was listening to Blank Eye. I was like, <laughs> "Hey, where's Scott? Uh, not great." Um, however, their second wait, he's not doing great, or uh, his his album's not. Oh, okay. his his new music is not great. Okay, um, but the um, sorry, Scott. Uh, if you want to come <laughs> on the podcast and talk about it, he's we'll not, hug it out. He's not listening. Um, but uh, Louis. Louis is there? No, Eric. Eric, uh, the other. You're the only lead, ones that know. The second, you're the only one that knows the people from Plank. Second Eye. lead singer has a band called Fielding, um, with a, I believe his wife. It's really good. Is it? Hmm. Yeah, hmm. never heard him. It's really good. I'll check him out. I read the book by uh, Mark Solomon, the Stave Zaker lead yeah. singer. Yeah. Any when, good? Back when Relevant was a publishing house, also. Huh. Was it any good? Uh, in I mean, 2005, it was. Yeah, well, yeah. Guessing it doesn't <laughs> hold things, up well. Lots of things were really good in 2005 <laughs> that I wouldn't exactly be into now. I can one up you on that. <laughs> I read the biography for school, the biography of Kirk Franklin. Whoa! I Dude, he performed with Chance at the Grammys. I know that he dude did. Is still doing stuff. Pre or post Kanye? Isn't it, wasn't he with Kanye recently? He might. Uh, yeah. He probably was. He like, yeah. collaborated. With yep. But yeah, he performed at the Grammys. Um, his story this year with was Chance. great. It was great. Uh, I, I don't have the book. I got rid of that it. That dude has made a solid career for himself. Yeah, yeah. So. doing a whole lot of like jumping around. Yeah, going, hey. Just, yeah. I need yeah. a voice and somebody to jump around on stage. Yeah. All right, director choir. Somebody, somebody call Kirk. Yep, Kirk, if you'd like to come on the podcast at MJ Basinger, that'd be fine right. with me. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's go further up, further in. Yeah, man. All right, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, that's your co-pastor there. Yeah, you got to get him to make a better version of this. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you know I thought about actually like grabbing Garage and like remixing it and doing some yeah, beats behind need, it or something. We need a remix. <laughs> That'd be pretty awesome. The remix to Ignition, like R. Yeah. Kelly. <laughs> the fact that he did it for like in like five minutes in his garage because he was waiting on something to dry. Right, right. <laughs> it's even better. Um. Yeah. So, what are we talking about? It was your idea, wasn't it? It was not my idea. Was it not? No. Whose idea was it? I don't know. Jesus. I don't think that's probably. Uh, the I think case. it was. Uh, so we had talked about there was um, some questions in the pub that we talked about, and then I mentioned one, and then Brad was like, um, "Oh, let's." He <laughs> let's took, do that. He took I'm not going to be of, here, but let's... he took a piece of it and was like, "Oh, let's talk about prosperity gospel." Yeah, so, and we—it's surprising that we haven't. And we fired. Did we fire Osteen into the sun? Yes, we did yeah. fire Joel Osteen into the sun, um, along with many other people. He was smiling. Yeah. He was. He was saying, "Oh, you're, this is just the best blessing ever." <laughs> Have you seen uh, the Dongstein? <laughs> yes, uh, I follow Joel <laughs> Dongstein on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah, Everything go ahead. like I'm our at God. the moment of my breakthrough right now. <laughs> Should we just do Joel Dongstein tweets this whole? Yeah, I think so. just read Joel. Yeah, just read those. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, we the prosperity gospel is in, in bringing Giff on was sort of intentional because you have a history in the prosperity gospel, and we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Okay, um, but let's. Do you have a, a suit in that you'd like to dust off and wear? <laughs> my the first suit I ever bought is hanging in my office at work, and that would have been the closest to. You know, did it have uh, shoulder pads? I don't think it did had. It have, I, did I, it have I, elbow pads? I elbow not, patches? I haven't really needed the shoulder pads, but <laughs> the pants were definitely they swish when you walk. And nice, ample <laughs> pockets for yeah. your for your handkerchiefs. <laughs> yeah, when you get all sweaty from uh, proclaiming the day of the Lord, <laughs> right, yeah. right? Deep right. deep pockets for that tithing, <laughs> right? Um, so let's 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 say what is the prosperity? Yeah, gospel. define pros- define what we mean by mm. pros- prosperity because there's and I think there's actually different levels of prosperity. Totally. Gospel. Oh, yeah. for sure. I think the the most common one the, or the the more. Well, let's start with definition right, first. Let's, let's define it first. Give how would you define prosperity gospel? I would define uh, prosperity. It's it's a nebulous thing because I've been a part of two different churches that I would say would kind of run in those streams. Yeah. Both yeah. in Well, even Brian Zahn said his... Oh, his church totally was. Totally was. Because yeah. another way to say it would be like word of faith. Yeah. Um, yes. Plant the seed, that, yeah. all that kind of language. So prosperity yeah. gospel, um, before, without getting into, <laughs> like, trashing it right off the bat. <laughs> uh, That'll come later. Yeah. It's basically, I think... A version of Christianity that places an an extreme importance on. Um, I've been thinking about this the last couple of days since I've been yeah. knowing I was going to come here. Extreme importance on uh, pastoral leadership authority. Yeah, I mean, there's a ton mm-hmm. of overlap with like fundamentalism. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 Um, what switches it into? prosperity gospel is the promise the good news is that god wants you healthy wealthy and wise mm-hmm. yeah he'll bless uh, you he will he will bless you um proportionally to how much you in some in lots of cases it's how much you sow into yeah the yeah. man of god and that's where the level different levels of prosperity right, come in. Right. you got the jim and tammy phase you got the Kenneth Copeland. Yeah. There was a whole yeah. season where me and Jordan didn't say we referred to thing and referred to things how much they cost in Creflos instead of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> how many <laughs> but I've heard that guy speak in person. Yeah. How many Creflos is that? How many Creflos does that cost? <laughs> dollar dollar bills, y'all. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, I think I think the televangelist is probably the the most like clear cut like you that's know, the in-your-face version. Yeah, of that that is the, the but there's a, a more subversive mm-hmm. um, one with like um, building uh, building funds and uh, blessing. You know, a lot of evangelicalism could be, be defined. Yeah, and I think that's what we want to sort of. And and it's not so much because I've again I've been thinking about this like when I the experience I've had. In those churches, I've met some of the most like loyal mm-hmm. people. Oh yeah, yeah. Now for sure. I think their loyalty is misplaced because they're following a man who somehow has captured their attention in mm-hmm. such a way because of what he's promising them. And, and in some ways, they're literally invested in a very real sense. Like they're yeah. invested in the success of that man or that mm-hmm. church or that building. They're they're literally putting their money into it, and so that says a lot about who they are 
in turn. So if the church doesn't do well, it's their blessing that is gone. Right, right, right. And I would say, I mean, it's essentially church thoroughly through the lens of corporate American society. Oh, gosh, yeah. You know, like, even the hyper, like, you don't have televan- you don't have televangelists if it didn't work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, right, yeah. yeah. When I lived yeah. in town here in Martinsville, my neighbor came over to me, and uh, he, uh, I w- he would just come over, and, like, usually if he needed something, he'd, like, need a ride to the car shop or something like that, and, and we'd talk, and he'd say, yeah, I just bought um, my wife, Patty, I just bought her a towel from one of the televangelists on, on there, man. And it's really helping. They got some oil too. And uh, I've been sprinkling that and praying, praying with her. And, and it's just like, man, this guy doesn't have any money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Doesn't have any money. Yeah. Like I lived in one of the worst parts of, of Martinsville. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's giving, he had two jobs. His, his, um, his wife is deathly ill, like skin and bones. Like, yeah, tiny frail and he's spending his money mm-hmm. on a towel and some oil to bless this ministry it, it's, it's in tallahassee or wherever the fuck it's it is. the same it's the same people that play the lottery on like spend 50 dollars a week playing the lottery when they don't have it right on the off chance that uh something might happen you might win that 50 yeah. mil you might win that 500 million dollar jackpot and it's a testament to like desperate people yes Go to desperate measures, yes. and and at least I mean, so you have the lottery person, mm-hmm. and you've got your neighbor because yeah. those were I mean a lot of the people we went to church with. It was you'd see a lot of people that mm-hmm. were lower income mm-hmm. that are looking for a leg up or mm-hmm. a step up or something, something, some break. Yeah, and and so you've got that contingency of people, and they're welcomed in and they're encouraged mm-hmm. to give, mm-hmm. and in turn they are they're. they're couple times a week, multiple times a week, because you're at church anytime the doors are open, mm-hmm. then, you know, the kids are taken care of, and mm-hmm. they do get benefit from it, but the promises attached to it just are antithetical to yes. yeah. a, a a Jesus-centered spirituality, yeah. I'll say it that way. Yeah. And I, and I don't... I think it's we need to be clear. I don't blame those people who, no, 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 who no. get sucked in, because... Like I under I understand that desperation. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Like I mean, the amount of debt that we have from medical bills and car repairs and just all the shit that happens with life. Like shit, I have a lottery you, ticket in my back pocket right well, now. Well, and, and it's not about playing. Like I've it's I, like one. Occasionally I'll buy a scratch up. Occasionally I'll buy a Powerball. Whatever. I don't place any hope in that. But you know, it's funny because you know we drive as much as we drive. We drive up both sides of four sixty five east and west, and there's the lottery billboards that show the amounts. And I look at it and I go. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I could pull that this off. Would, uh, 130 could, mil. That'd be yeah. great. 13 million from podcast Ho- studio. 13 million from Hoosier Lottery. I could make that happen. I'd, yeah. Maybe I'm the one. Right. And it I under I totally get like that desperation. Yeah. On one level. Like there's people who are way more I mean, I'm not poor. I'm not like I understand. but I understand that desperation. Totally. Of, I've got to get out of debt. I've got crippling medical debt. I've got yeah. crippling I've been bankruptcy three times already. Like, I mean, you, 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 I understand that, that pull towards a guy who says, Hey, if you do this and you give this mm-hmm. and this amount every week, the Lord is going to bless you because that sounds better than the lottery. That sounds right. more sure than the lottery. Yeah. That sounds like a sure, that sounds like a winner. Yeah. I mean, well, and that's because the other side that you got the desperate people, um, 
and that's not I don't say desperate people in any sort of demeaning. No, way. no, no, no. We're no, all, I no, I yeah. get it. Yeah. Uh, but then I was asking Jordan about it. I met Jordan in the first church. This first church, mm-hmm. I can tell that story later. Jordan's still kinda... a prosperity gospel preacher. <laughs> all his suits still look that way. <laughs> oh, Jordan, I hope he listens. Oh, I love Jordan so great. Uh, he dresses so much better than me, though, so I can say he stuff is a like sharp that. dresser. He, he knows, really yeah. is. Man, I I still that think man he looks a fashion plate. I think he looks like the uh, the guy from Spider Man. <laughs> he does look like Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Yes, Andrew si- Garfield. Out of silence. Yeah. He does. he does. Oh, he does. Okay, yeah. 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 But uh, that's, I was a, that's, a meme, that's a meme that needs that needs to happen. Yeah. I was telling him I was going to be doing this. And Do you he, think you could you could get uh, Jordan, <laughs> Jordan in some Spider-Man spandex? <laughs> in, Spider-Man. <laughs> in, the, in the little, the little crawl-looking thing? That'd with be, his hands out? Oh, man. Oh, maybe when his son gets a little older. Okay. No, but he was saying, I mean, one of the things he said uh, that I really resonated and that I would put myself in, he would put himself in, like... Most people believe what they're told. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And in in an environment, I mean, we have had, and in certain cases would say, have friends uh, at at one time in life, they were our best friends that had, that's all they ever knew. So it wasn't Mm -hmm. out of a place of desperate. In a sense, it had worked for them. Yeah. 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 For sure. They had this evidence. They have this evidence. I mean, I remember. Uh, Jordan and I were leading a, and this was at the church that was not, would have been the more subversive prosperity bend. Yeah. Uh, Just to back up what you were saying, this whole podcast is deconstructing what we were told. Right. I mean, it's yeah. completely yeah. what it totally. is. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Totally. But I, I mean, we were doing an internship for high school kids and going through Richard Foster's Celebration of Discipline. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So when you get to this chapter on simplicity, it, I remember a conversation, and I was getting heated, not externally, but internally, just getting more and more mad at these kids who were just totally out of touch, because they had no plans for any sort of, any sort of education. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I was so frustrated. I was like, "Wait a second! How much money do you think you're gonna need to get by in life per year?" And this kid looked back at me and said. $250,000 a year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I basically, I mean, I don't think I did get up and leave, but so I should have. Were like, you in LA at the time? What? or uh... Like, how do you, but he grew up in a family that was a part of churches like that, mm-hmm. uh, who had seen his dad um, be successful yeah. and, and make it work. Yeah. And now, I, I know he's not, I, I know that kid's probably not making that money now, right, yeah. you know? Yeah. And some of that's being a high school kid. Yeah. And right. you just don't know what you need right. and what you don't need. Yeah. Um, but some of it's just the really subversive, this is what I deserve. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot for myself over the last several years from moving up back to Indiana from Colorado, a lot of my own reforming started then. Mm-hmm. But I had, didn't even realize probably until the five years ago how much I still needed to unlearn. Yeah. Because that, when it comes to ministry, uh, my teeth were cut in those environments mm-hmm. and the promise of influence, mm-hmm. the promise yeah. of, mm-hmm. you know, it's basically uh, the promise is you can be a rock star without. Oh, sure. You know, yeah. Without the. The work ethic. Yeah. (laughs) All you got to do is be able to, you just got to find that one thing nobody's seen in scripture before. Speaking of scripture, (laughs) let's talk about 1 Chronicles 4.10. 
Let me read this. Stop prayer. I know what it is. I've got it too. New international version. Jabez cried out <laughs> to the God of Israel. I've got a story about that. Oh, I knew it was coming. That you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. Yeah. Hmm. Let me but, just say this. Fuck that scripture. <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, here's it like that for people that aren't like didn't grow up in evangelicalism, like that was turned into a book called The Prayer of Jabez. Jabez, whatever his name is. Jabez. Um, Jab, Jabez. Um, Jabez. It was turned into a book and it sold a, a little tiny book. Kajil- yeah, it was yeah. like 80. Pa- I mean, I don't even, it was like it was not, barely, long. not long at all. I mean, it was like a two sentence prayer. So, like, what do you. It's yeah. the only time the guy's mentioned in all of. Exactly. The That's canon. it. Yeah. Literally it. So, some rando found this scripture and started praying it. And, you know, I knew people who were sold out to that prayer. Like, I'll believe it. Like, oh, I, 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 yeah. I had somebody tell me, um, I stopped praying it because it scared me what was happening. And I was like, because oh. my territory I was, was like, expanding. dude, I totally bought the prayer. I was like, I was praying that prayer all the time, mm-hmm. man. And I was like, I wanted my ministry to, oh jump, yeah, you know, and like it turned it, it. The the thing that all of this kind of stuff does in prayer of Jabez and all this person, it turns God into the, a, a fucking vending machine. Yeah, exactly. Or there's there's two views of God I think that are sort of tied into this, and they they sort of kind of intermingle. One is God is a vending machine where you pull the lever, you get your reward. You say the prayer, you give the amount, you go to the church service, you do the three steps, you whatever, and you get your reward. But I think it tied up in that is is also God is a slot machine where you pull the lever mm-hmm. and maybe you get the reward. because And I think more and more people find out that, well, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Right. You pray the prayer, well, sometimes maybe I... Well, the more you play, the better your chances are supposed exactly. to get. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The drink lady will come around. Exactly. And- <laughs> it's God is the lottery. I mean, yeah. it's... Um, and I think the prosperity gospel is just is basically just a, a fucked up view of God in Scripture. I mean, oh, essentially, sure. at its core, that's what it is. It's it's taking these random passages in Scripture and going, well, it said this. I mean, all the you know Joel Osteen stuff and and all of the the televangelist stuff is taking these random sentences in Scripture and making the huge doctrines out of them. Going, if you mm-hmm. do, it says here, if you sow this amount. You get this reward, right. and it's like it's not how it works. That right. That's how it works for you because you're the one getting the money. But for the poor eighty year old lady who's watching her television twenty twenty three hours a day, yeah, giving her social security checks to you, it doesn't. She doesn't get shit. Right. She still dies of cancer. Right. Even though you promised that she would be healed if yeah she gave that money, and that's a very real situation of what's totally. going on with, oh, my, yeah. with my neighbor. Um. So. That book, by the way, it was a New York Times bestseller. Oh, yeah. It sold 9 million copies. There was a follow-up to that, too. Oh, uh, there there was the Prayer of Jabez Journal, the Prayer of Jabez Devotional. No, no, no. no. There was the a f- Prayer of Jabez Bible Study, the Prayer of Jabez <laughs> for Women, because um, hey. women need their own version. Once it works. Prayer, yeah. There, there was I mean, a, a musical companion, the Prayer <laughs> of Jabez Music, a worship experience. Well, and here's the thing. The guy that, forefront record. The guy that wrote that, that label. the guy that wrote that, it worked for him. Bruce Wilkerson. Right. That prayer worked for him. Right. Wilkinson. He made a shitload of money oh, off yeah. of that, off of all that material. And Making there was a follow up to it too about based on the Jesus. something about the vine, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I've I don't remember what it was. Yeah. It wasn't nearly. It was successful. green and not purple. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, there was a follow up to it too. It's like okay, so if we we have this prayer, we need another like type of prayer or electric well, boogaloo. So much of those, like 
it were, I mean, I was in the same place. I had a, a girl from church who I later found out had a crush on me who has since come out of the closet. Mm. Um, <laughs> who was, I mean, that's a whole different story. In that, yeah. in that context, yeah. you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, God expanded her territory. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it was, I mean, it's actually been at times encouraging to see how some of the people that are still part of that church have responded to her in that, and then really, really heartbreaking in other ways. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, because this is purely from, like, Facebook posts, so it's yeah. not even actual... Inter- it's not real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not real interaction, but you can just see, like, I could feel the tension and the terror in her own coming yeah. to terms with, no, this is really how I feel, this is really how I am, this is... You know. Yeah. Um, but she gave me a prayer Jehebez pendant before a weightlifting competition one time. Nice. Uh, did you, I went through. Did, you did it help? <laughs> did I win that one? No, I think that was the. I'm trying to think because I mean there were multiple weightlifting. <laughs> I mean that happened. So you were you were blocking the blessing. I probably. Yeah. I mean there was sin in camp or something. <laughs> yeah. Sin well, and that's and it's like we joke, but that's that's literally no. what, how they explain this shit away. I mean, no, that's, there was there was a guy who, because when you are in a context that God only allows good, only does good things. I mean, it, it very. Uh, most of the time, these are also hyper charismatic churches. Yeah. yeah. Although, so so a guy like Osteen, that wouldn't be out in front, but it, it is. Like, yeah. it's a, they're a very charismatic church. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're just not going to see it on TV. Dude um, has a ginormous house. Right. Right. And that's where his own jet. Yeah. yeah the jets. That's the that's yeah. the tough part. God wants you to. Ha- God wants us to have this jet. Right. When and I was I'm sure, yeah. he's a super nice guy. Yeah. I think it's probably fucking genuine from him. Oh, like I think it's yeah. real for him. Yeah. Oh, totally. Well, yeah. I mean, he's got a. I mean, a but cool. you buy your own hype at some point. Yeah. Like oh, for I sure. think it's oh, totally sure. sincere. Sure. And I think there's it. We're all in a one way or another uh, sincerely deceived. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, what the what the gut? I think what the what the prosperity gospel it tends to ignore is the continued call to death and sacrifice. Right. Yeah. Throughout the entire life of Jesus, like the yeah. least of these, um, mm-hmm. he who is last will be first. He who is first will be last. Yep. Like it continually ignored. Literally, in the entire message of Jesus, it focuses a lot. I feel like on the Old Testament, on the oh, idea yeah. of uh, bringing your you know, your offerings into the temple and bring your you know storing your grain in the silos. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's all the oh. <laughs> planting your seeds and like there's all of that kind of talk. It never talks about Jesus, at least in terms of like. His actual message, and yeah. that's where it, it reduces the message of Jesus to an escape route. Yes, yeah, post yeah. death. Yeah, yeah, uh, and even that can be held in the balance. There was one in the church we were at. One guy had there was some, it was like a horrible accident. Some like concrete wall he was constructing it fell yeah. on him and killed him. And the literal conversation was, "What sin must he have had in his life?" Yeah, yeah. And that it, that even appears in scripture. The right. disciples yep. even asked Jesus that, "Who sinned, this man or his parents, right. that he yeah. was born blind?" Like, he was just fucking born blind. I mean, right, it's just it's, stuff happens. It's just like yeah. like there is, and and I I remember there was a lot that undid uh, my time in particularly the first church. Well, let's let's talk about that then. Let's talk sure, about your sure, transition sure. away I, from like one thing I yeah. want to say about while we're on on the prayer of Jabez, um, <laughs> Jabez, Jabez. Um, Kind of sounds like Jess. Yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> I'm glad, the, really glad you pushed through to that. Yeah, Thank you for welcome. that. Yeah. Um, so I, 
thinking about Pete Holmes, and and this is probably a whole topic for a different conversation, mm-hmm. probably a whole different episode about prayer, is the, and I think it, it ties nice with how Christianity screws up prayer, uh, or at least evangelical Christianity screws up prayer, because with the prayer in terms of asking for God to give you something, there's only three answers, and it's every possible answer. The answer is either yes, mm-hmm. you can have it, yeah. no, you can't have it, or wait. Yeah, And that's literally every fucking answer <laughs> you can have. Those are all the possibilities. So there's yeah. an answer. That, yeah. that, so, so, so I can remember yeah. like saying that to people, like, there's no other answer. There's no other way. Yeah. So, so in, if that's your mindset, God will always have an answer for you. Mm-hmm. You just might not like it. You just yeah. Like yeah. It. Exactly. Yes. Well, that's what you're told. And that like shit that, that yeah. I said. I've oh, said yeah. that before. Oh, I said it for sure. I taught it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's the pro- problem with thinking of of God as a vending machine. Yeah. Is, oh yeah. As you can you can mind fuck your way into yeah. thinking that oh he didn't answer. Well, I, he said I no. want to talk he about gifts, give me gifts transition. Dollars. But then I want to talk about relating it to Pete Rollins and some of the stuff he's said on our podcast. Yeah. And kind of the subtleties of the church, the evangelical churches the more subtle messages they get played out. Yeah. Um, but let's go ahead and talk about your sort of your transition from, from the dark side to the light right. side. <laughs> you know, I think, um, how long did you spend in sort of that? Most of the time I was in color. I would say, I mean, when I moved to Colorado after high school, I was invited to church by a girl I met at, uh, college orientation. Hey, did, I did the same thing. It right. worked for you too, huh? Well, I never dated her. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Dang it. That's how I met Jordan, though, because he was okay. obsessed with her. Oh. Uh, he hated me because she was saving me a seat, and she was the worship leader. We never... We never uh, how'd did, that work out for him? Um, equally as poorly. Um, <laughs> actually, probably more so. You should ask him about that. Uh, he ended up with my sister, though, yeah. so <laughs> everything worked out in the end. So it worked out fine for him, bad for you, though. Right, you know? right, right. Uh, no, but I, I started going to this church... Uh, at first, it was charismatic. I mean, mm-hmm. the charismatic was the biggest sure. hurdle. Because um, you didn't grow up charismatic. No. Okay. No. Did you grow up just a straight evangelical kind pretty of? Pretty much. Yeah. I would say, I mean, as health, I would say in a pretty healthy context. Yeah. Because it also, right. I wasn't in the midst of, and I'll read things on the pub, like, there's some legitimate, like, crazy bullshit that people have had to deal with. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That honestly, I just, I, I didn't have to right. deal and with Right, and I didn't, that. honestly, I didn't either. Brad and I didn't um, either, and you really didn't either for no. the most part. I mean... Now, I've had, I've been extreme, I mean, this first church that we went to, that I met Jordan in, he became the youth pastor, I became his assistant. Mm. By the way, this um, is Jordan Warner, he did an episode sorry. with us. Yeah. Uh, the, the Joy. The Joy episode. On Joy. episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... It was very much prosperity. I mean, Rod Parsley came and spoke at our church. Oh, man, yeah. You know, I was yeah. in the overflow room. I was an usher <laughs> in the overflow room. Uh, <laughs> went up and saw Creflo. Like, it was in. And yeah. the pastor clearly wanted to be one of these guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and what came along with that was a pretty heavy-handed authoritarian, um, authoritarian system where... When that first church ended, not the church didn't end, but when our time there did, uh, that's Jordan's story to tell. Um, but uh, I, I sat down with the pastor, set up a meeting with him, and said, took in notes. Now, keep in mind, I'm 20, 21 years old. Um, 
sat down with my little note card and was like, I want you to explain to me how you've handled this biblically. <laughs> uh, that's not the right question to ask the man of God. Yeah. How uh, dare you question God's more or authority? Less, more or less, the next hour was being told, you need to watch who you're hanging out with. We've watched you slide the same way we watched him slide, uh, so on and so forth. They, they swung back around to, we just really want you to watch who you're spending your time with <laughs> moving forward. And I said, okay, and I'll do that. And I stood up and walked out and never walked back in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I look at that as a time in life when, yes, I learned a ton, um, and a, and a great deal of that has had to be unlearned, but a great deal of that was a, a, re, a time of great forming as far as mm-hmm. like, oh, this was really important to me. Um, the second church we went to, I would say, was more the subversive. I think it would still fall into the charismatic kind word of under of the faith, radar, though. Yeah, under the and, and not manipulative. Yeah. like the first one. I mean, I. If you're, I inviting, was in. if you're inviting Rod Parsley, you're... Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember that we, they were paving part of the unpaved part of the parking lot at one point, mm-hmm. and somehow it was like deemed at 500 and some dollars per parking space to get this paved, which I don't know were how they, much were that... Were they with diamonds? I don't... Well, but I, you know... Streets of gold, this baby. Is again, I was in... Heaven to earth. Yeah. Seriously. Your kingdom come, may your will be done on earth as it is But I did it. I was like, I, I mean, again, 19, 20 years mm-hmm. old, I had got, with weightlifting, I got some grant money, and yeah. kid next to me, great kid, like, kid, this kid came to faith, he's still a part of that church, came to faith in that church, and leaned over to me, and he was like, man, I wish I had money to do, you know, it was this yeah. very sincere thing, and so then of course... So they sold, like, parking spots? Oh, I bought two of them, <sighs> and yeah, now you, I look back, and I'm like, that was a thousand... Do you ever go what back and f- visit that? Do you ever go back and I was say, I was at a goddamn beer and can buy well, for a thousand dollars. You should get a tent and just just this is mine. <laughs> Move your Lexus. Bitches. I live here now. Um, Get out of here. These are mine. No, I was actually in Colorado Springs last fall during my sabbatical for a retreat and drove past. I knew and you know, oh, I know what road we're on. We're gonna end up driving past this. Yeah. Mm. So Did I you saw flipping my, the bird. I saw no. I, I held it together. That's one of the things. Like in this com, like in these sorts of conversations, even on my sabbatical, I ended up watching a live stream of one of their services. Like about once a year, I'll get sucked back in. Yeah. It's like I haven't been pissed off enough lately. Yeah, get, you the, know? You get the old rage boner <laughs> yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I want. I mean, I I want to avoid that yeah. in my own life. Um, and while I pretty. Sig- violently disagree with the theological yeah, sure. stance. Yeah. Like most of those people are trying, they're doing what they've been told. I know. Yeah. And, and it, it, it didn't matter how many of their close friends they watched get screwed mm-hmm. over. It's going to work for me. Yeah. It's it. Well, and it's not even yeah. the money things yeah. as much as it's just because it's, what comes along with it is the authority mm-hmm. and the teaching on loyalty. It's abuse, man, because if yeah, you think it about is. it... It's absolutely it, spiritual there's, abuse. There's yeah. a guy saying that God has told me this is our vision, this is what we're doing, mm-hmm. and if you question what we're doing, then you're questioning God. Right. Yeah. He's saying he has the message from God that we're going to build this building or we're going to do this activity or you have to drop 500 bucks for your parking spot or right. whatever it is. 
Um, and, and if you go in there and question, well, you, you're really having trouble with God then, aren't you? Right. Yeah. You need to get on, on board with, it's with God because it's it manipulation and, and abuse is what it is. And this was yeah. the same, this is the same time as before we started. Like that was right. Probably the year that we ended up leaving that first church was the year that I bought Velvet Elvis mm-hmm. and Blue Like Jazz. Yeah. Um, I never, I never neatly fit into that. Yeah. way of doing. It. I mean, even 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 in the midst even of even in you're the like, midst of it, eh, I was the kid little... at the prayer meeting who was sitting in the corner, not stomping around. Yeah, yelling. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> the Holy Spirit goes, Holy Ghost, uh, Holy Ghost, stomp. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. I yeah. was the kid in college. Yeah. You know who? You, just at all is yeah. that you don't need those things. <laughs> yeah. College yeah. is going to corrupt you. And, yeah. Because so much of it... 99% of Christians who go to youth group and go to college <laughs> lose their faith in God. Because of biology class. Yeah. <laughs> because of world religions. Thanks, right. Ki- thanks, Kim 101. No, but I, I think, you know, when we left that church, when I left that church, the second one, the pastor was basically a church plant. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely came out of that same stream, the Oral Roberts... Oklahoma City. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oklahoma. Yeah. Thanks, Becky. Uh, Thanks sh- for all you've done. Right. <laughs> Thanks for the chocolate. <laughs> it was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> but the this guy took Jordan and I in and like actually cared for us. Mm. Like in, as far as like a more uh, appropriate definition of what it means to pastor someone. Right. Yeah. yeah. He was doing that. Um, now, some of that theology was still present. Definitely the charismatic side of that. Uh, certainly a lesser version, more subversive version of the authority. I mean, I remember sure. when... That's present in all yeah. evangelical churches. And that's the, yeah. that's the thing. Like the subversive... If we're talking prosperity gospel, we're talking about ultimately a pretty small subset yeah. Of yeah. when it's directly tied to material wealth, right? Yeah. Yes, that's the Creflo dollars, the yeah. uh, broad parsleys. The, but yeah. when we're talking about kind of word of faith or just a a lesser version of the prosperity gospel, that's when it you start seeing it all over the place. Mm-hmm. Well, you start yeah. seeing it on um, church billboards. You start yeah, seeing it right. where we have the answer. Yeah, 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 and. Okay, fine. Like mm-hmm. I'm a pastor of a church. I think I have something that I want to share with people that has, you know, brought me joy and changed my life. You know, all the stuff. I can use yeah, that yeah. language. But if I actually believe that, do does it need any help? Yeah, right. You know, does right. it does yeah. it really need Does it need the marketing does campaign? Does it need my marketing? Yeah. I mean, that's the joke every year for Red Door when we're going through our we have like one budget meeting a year. Um, <laughs> we have a couple We need to stop spending right now. Well, I mean, the joke is like because there's a there's a marketing and reproduction or something lying Lucas, in the budget. Lucas, do you budget. really need those guitar strings? Well, and it's always just uh Lucas, what's your candle budget? <laughs> uh <laughs> Do we really need these staples? <laughs> we got to get some paper clips. They're reusable. It's <laughs> eco-friendly and cost-effective. Are we really spending this much on toilet paper every year? What's going on? Gosh, I don't see that. Uh, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but I mean, our marketing budget, it's always like we leave the line in there, but it's always zero. It's yeah. like, that's just not, I know. It's just not what we want to do. I mean, yeah. does it come at a cost? 
Well, sort of. We'd probably get a lot more people coming one time and then realizing these guys are whack jobs. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> they do weird stuff. Yeah. yeah. They do liturgy? What the fuck is that? They, yeah. you know, do they let yeah. homeless people sing songs? Yeah. You know, right. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Were you yeah. there that week? Oh, yeah. Was it one of those weeks? That's uh, happened. No, I sit, I sit behind a, like a whole row. Oh, bro, we oh, had that in our yeah. church plant. We had yeah. we had a guy show up with a set of harmonicas. That's yes, play. we did. Several a weeks. S- like eight harmonicas <laughs> yeah. he brought. He unrolled them homeless, And dude. never played the right key. <laughs> had the wrong key for everyone yep. and played along. And what are you going to do? You I just know. keep on. Just keep playing. Keep on keeping on. You but, just, turn, just turn the amp up a little bit louder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but I think that. Yeah. I, I think my. I can't imagine, or I can't really think about what my transition, quote unquote, out of that was. Yeah, well, it's the same ne- as our deconstruction. Like you, right. do, you can't pinpoint. I never, and that's where I point to. I mean, I was a, I have a philosophy undergrad. Mm-hmm. Like, I was being exposed to lots of different things. It was around the time that I started reading guys like Rob Bell and mm-hmm. N.T. Wright, which, yeah, even a guy like N.T. Wright, which would be largely pretty acceptable across a Hi, lot of Tom. spectrums. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, Tom Wright. Yeah. I've got some really poorly produced DVD curriculum by him. It's like really bad. Like yeah. the lips don't match up or anything. <laughs> um, but it was around that same time. And so I remember I was in a, when I was leaving that first church, uh, my friend, who's still a part of the church now to this day, um, we were in a poetry class in undergrad together. And I started writing stuff that was. I'm sure terrifying to him mm-hmm. yeah. because I started questioning mm-hmm. basic morality. Yeah. And, well, in his eyes, psalms. basic morality. Yeah, sure. yeah, 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 I basically started writing psalms. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it got, I mean, it was weird because I, I would say my departure from that way of thinking, I still catch myself. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard to break. And it's, yeah. it's the subtle stuff that's hard to break. It's yeah. like, if I if I pray this right, if I do this enough, if I do enough stuff good this week, mm-hmm. maybe. And that's where I think it's the subversive, like the overarching message of evangelicalism that isn't. If all of Scripture is on the same plane, mm-hmm. then yeah, we should prayer Jabez just as important as love your enemies. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But right. in what yeah. world does like? Yeah. Unfortunately, I've I just started a. Greg Boyd's Crucifixion of the Warrior God. Oh, the big, I mean, I know. Oh, it's, ginormous. it's so pretty it's though. Ginormous. I, I bought it knowing I probably never read it, yeah. but I just wanted to have it on my shelf. <laughs> I've got, I've got NT. I've got all three volumes of his. Uh, Paul? No, I haven't. I don't have Paul. I've got the, the three that came before oh, that. Oh, right. The resurrection, the people of God. I've I've read like half of the people of God. It's a lot. Brandon Andrews is listening to this right now, and he's thinking he's not going to read it. I'll read it. <laughs> he's not going to read it. <laughs> no, but I think there are some voices popping up now that yeah. I've been listening to. I mean, Lucas turned me on to Boyd years ago. Yeah. Brian Zahn, Bruxy yeah. Cavey. Yeah. Those three kind of yeah. seem lead the way in some of what they would call like kingdom movements. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that just really resonates, and it mm-hmm. comes even. I mean, I, I know you guys experienced this, uh, but I think to some ex- degree we do even at Red Door because okay, if we're going to attempt to do this, and if we're going to attempt to say yeah. you know, Jesus is actually at the center of everything, mm-hmm. uh, and the teachings of Jesus are just as valid as 
the part that we've all heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that the crucifixion and resurrection weren't just the getting our ticket punched to yeah. go to some yeah. ethereal yeah. magic land later. Yeah. Um, and the implications of that being far-reaching. I mean, the number of conversations over the last year that I've had where at some point I've had to say, no, 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 we're not talking about politics. Yeah. Yeah. We're right. Not, like, there has to be a way. There has to be a way to talk about what it means to be a follower of Jesus without it indicating who we someone voted for. Exactly. Yeah. Now, yeah. obviously, in the last year, it seems like it's gotten easier. Uh, <laughs> yeah, identify some things, yeah. but but those right. have been I, like hard conversations. Yeah, like, right. No, yeah. if I'm going to actually do this, then then the lens I'm looking through is a kingdom, yes. a, as a Jesus. Like, no, no, no. Lens. I'm not talking about Hillary Clinton. I'm talking about Jesus. Right, right. <laughs> I'm not talking about the Republic. I'm talking about Jesus. I'm not talking about whether or not climate change is real. This is about, about like yeah. I think heaven's going to come to earth. This isn't about like, this, <laughs> this isn't about a Supreme Court nominee. This no. is about something much bigger. Right, yeah, right, right. And it may or may not have implicate. I mean, it may or may not have implications on how someone votes. I think it, it likely can. Yeah, or if right. you're like me, you're just like, screw this. I'm going off the board. Yeah. Like, well, we've had Brandon on. That's what he. I mean, our political correspondent Brandon Andrus is. Yeah. He doesn't vote. He, he just doesn't because do he's like, I can't put set myself up against one side or the other. Yeah, I think um, on some level you have to, as a Christian, you should be able to set yourself outside of that conversation yeah. and say. Ask, what would Jesus do? Oh my God! But 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 no, but I mean that in a really yeah. in a real sense. But there though. are some people who do use their, and I'm one of them, who use their faith as a guide to vote. Yes, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I voted for Hillary Clinton. I don't How'd like that everyth- work out for you. I don't <laughs> like it did everybody else. <laughs> like I don't, I don't. Again, it's, and this isn't about voting, but like I don't, I didn't agree with everything that she was about, whatever. But. <laughs> Her message to me lined up more. I'm put. I guess I vote for more things that lend us toward more equality, mm-hmm. more um, free. You know, I don't know freedom is the right word, but more equality, more rights for people. I mean, like that's kind of what I'm about, as opposed to restriction and exclusion and like mm-hmm. that's kind of high. But again, that's just me. Other people vote differently. Well, and it's interesting, you know I mean? like this conversation pros- about prosperity gospel. We're back to we haven't used the T word yet, but we <laughs> we used the H word. Um, uh, no, I mean it, it. So much of our religious conversation in the world, in our country today, at least, is so intimately intertwined with our political yeah, conversation. Right. Yeah. Because I don't know if you guys, uh, Jonathan Martin. You know, he I know, yeah, I know he yes. he's a great Twitter yeah. follow. Yes. You're not like following. Yes. Boy on the bike or something. Yeah, like boy that. on the bike. He is yeah. fantastic. He's like yeah, fire. Uh, did he write ship? Yes. Uh, How to survive? A I haven't ship read wreck. it yet. I've heard it's. Gosh. Yeah, I've heard. I read that at the beginning of my article. It was like it wrecked me. I've it's, heard magical things about that. Would so. you say that it shipwrecked you? Oh my Shipwrecked God. me. Yeah. Really. No. You're welcome. Yeah, but it, I was reading that and My Bride Abyss by Christian Winman, oh. uh, which was really good also. Oh, I need to write things. that one down. Let me write that one down. Um, but I think, you know, so often when it comes to our theological leanings, like, one, people believe what they're told. Yeah. <laughs> 
they yeah. they tend to go along mm-hmm. um, until something happens that you know for me it was no big bad horrible thing it was ooh that's a pretty book cover <laughs> you know <laughs> that nimble looks cool that, yeah <laughs> this guy dyes his hair blonde <laughs> <laughs> Wish I could pull that off. He, he looks got, like a Backstreet Boy. <laughs> He's got an All Star United hat on. Right. I like All Star United. <laughs> exactly. No, like it. it for All me, it started. All-Star United. <laughs> Rob Bell. Rob Bell. Uh, he had it in one of his numas. He was wearing All Star United. His college roommate was the lead singer of All Star United. Oh, I did not know that. Wheaton, yep. huh. Wheaton College. Yep. Yeah. No, I think my brother did several tours with uh, All Star United. I've seen. I think I've seen them in concert at some point. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. I think so much of that, like for me, it wasn't this traumatic thing, and so my mm-hmm. exit out of it, honestly, as much, particularly with the second church, like I was dating a girl that kept me away from church for a, you know, you no, know, not in a negative sense. She just didn't live in the same town, and on weekends I would visit, so sure. I wasn't at church a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then decided to move back here, and at that point had. Um, I, I've in that second church, I found more tension with my not my issues with their theology, but their issues with mine. Yeah. As I mean, I did my whole undergrad thesis on can postmodernism be reconciled with evangelical Christianity, mm-hmm. and particularly the it particularly the element of postmodern philosophy of deconstruction. Yeah. Right. You know, and like talk specifically about that, and that was just. When you're throwing names like McLaren around, mm-hmm. there were like two people in the whole church that either A, had heard who I was talking about. Yeah. Um, uh, there were more people that had heard. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> yeah. two people that were like, oh, yeah, I've read that. Yeah. You heretic. Right. And it was never like hateful or anything, yeah. but it was very, it was a very marginalizing experience of yeah. like, I'm just thinking about things that no one else is thinking about. Right. Um, haven't had any major fall, you know, no major tragedy that's forcing me to this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I did bad in some weightlifting. You know, things didn't work <laughs> out in way, didn't make the Olympics. Like, oh, tragedy oh, of tragedies. Jesus didn't really expand your territory. There, right. Yeah. Right. You know, think of all the influence you could have had at the games. I no, mean, yeah. seriously. Yeah, I know. Oh, I was the guy like organizing prayer meetings before national. <laughs> oh, shit. Were you the Tim Tebow of wrestling? Or not wrestling? Wait, no. Tim Tebow no, 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 no. Because no. I, it was not, I would, I would, there was a, pretty popular at the time weightlifting forum yeah. and i would just go before the national meets go on there and be like hey i'm gonna be in the lobby at this time this day if anyone wants yeah. to just pray for their and then we'd go find a room and were you for 10 minutes i had other people i had other friends who would be much more like you yeah. know were you part of the fellowship of christian athletes no i was not uh, um, you I, weren't you weren't a real god's athlete then <laughs> no i was shut up I was um, not an athlete in action. Did you have a God's gym? <laughs> did you? Did you I have did have a, a Lord's gym, gym T-shirt gym. in high school. <laughs> no, that's one of the funny. I think I still have this T-shirt somewhere because oh, I remember wearing this to the first like big youth event I went to. That first church, uh, not knowing really what I was doing and how. <laughs> I, no one said anything, but I'm sure there were skeptical looks because yeah. I had this. Red shirt that said God's Wiser, and it was a Budweiser <laughs> logo. <laughs> said God, God's Wiser, uh, King of Kings. This blood's for you. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I still have it somewhere. Oh, man, that's I really loved that. terrible Christian shirts oh, like man. that. I mean, you almost I I I would 
I would almost want to wear them for the irony now, yes. except that so many people would take them seriously. Yes, I say we're not. It can't we're be not ironic the, yet. I love your shirt, brother. You could right. you could pull that off at Red Door, probably. People are like, ah, oh, that's pretty funny. But I had one a relevant shirt that just they because I bought like every shirt relevant sold for a while, <laughs> and then one just said Christian T-shirt, <laughs> and that one got me in trouble at church one time. Really? Somebody came up and was like. Why are you wearing that? And I was like, it's just funny. It's just ironic. It's like you can't the, a shirt can't be Christian at this yeah. stage in my. Oh, I only yeah. wash it in holy water. Right, right. And she, I mean, it was apparently I had done something offensive mm-hmm. yeah. because did I was relevant poking. make t-shirts? Yeah, like did early they, relevant. Did they still make t-shirts? Mm, not really. Uh, I doubt it. But it, I had all of them. I have some of the relevant books. They're like from. They had like a series. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Series of six. I had a few it was of them. really good. Yeah. Series of six, and it was like. Uh, Augustine and yeah, 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 orthodoxy. Yeah, yeah. Like, They're pretty, like, good design. And everything. Yeah. I got um, them all. Keep, you know, what, you know I, to switch gears a little bit away from Christian t-shirts, I don't know where we got, how we got that, but you know, whatever. Um, you know, I remember when I was at my first church in Liberty from 2000, 2005, the Fresh Wind, Fresh Fire book, mm-hmm. Jim, Jim Cimbala, Cimbala, the Brooklyn Woo! Tabernacle, like mm-hmm. that. He wrote three whole books. That Fresh Wind, Fresh Fire book came out and the whole premise of the I'll book was I'll show you them. some Fresh Wind. <laughs> Got a match. Only when I I'll eat. show you some fresh fire. <laughs> Only when I eat White Castle. Um, you know, I remember that book coming out, and the pastor I was working with at the time, like we we both read it, and like immediately started a prayer meeting because like sure. that whole book's about them starting the prayer meeting, and it explodes, and the church blows up, and this is this is going to do it. Mm-hmm. And and I got to thinking about that. Like we started this prayer service, and like you know, fifteen people showed up or whatever. It's a church, one hundred twenty people, one hundred thirty people. I mean. 15 people show up. That's 10%. Bro. Yeah, that's a pretty solid percentage. Yeah, yeah, I know. That was on a good week. Um, I stopped going eventually. I was like, yeah, I'm not, it's a counseling session for people to just whine their whine about stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, it's not a prayer service. Yeah, I'd, um, rather, I'd rather have a podcast. Yeah, I know. So, but, but, you know, we did that and it, it kind of dawned on me that, like, I think a lot of, you know, we talked about the hidden sort of the, not the most obvious, prosperity gospel stuff, but like sort of the more hidden stuff that kind of is subtle. I think people are looking for a shortcut. Mm-hmm. It's a quick like, fix. Yeah. It's a quick fix. It's a, it's a church growth, church growth fix. Like it's a, it's fast food. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's fat. It's, and again, I, I, it worked for Jim Cimbala. It worked for Brooklyn Tabernacle, whatever they were doing worked. That's fine. I, it, it obviously did. They, it's a huge, it was a huge church. Um, he made three whole books out of it. I have them all still, probably. I think and I'm it was at, good. Yeah, and it was it was fun. Like it really inspired me to pray more. Right. It it did it really did something. And you can't deny the experiences. Like I can't just go, well, that's bullshit. Like right. it, yeah. it obviously happened to him. It happened to these people in this church. I cannot deny that. But the problem but ag- is But again, that's the the yes, no, or wait. Well, but the problem is it, it's it's the same thing with the prayer jib is all these pastors read this freaking book and went, that's the answer. Mm-hmm. No, it was the answer for him. Right. It's not the answer for you. Pray more. Yes. Start a prayer group. That's fine. But it's not going to grow your fucking church. Like, well, that's not... It, just let it be what it is. Let have it guys, be inspiring. Have you guys thought about starting a prayer group? We've done... I mean, we've got stuff off and on from time to time. Yeah. I, I would say the... Diff, I mean, because I totally hear what you're saying. Yeah. Like, the answer for me... And this is a harder answer than let me find the next book. But the answer for me is just faithfulness yes like what's the what's 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 best for red door church what's yes. best for my yes. family what's yes. best for my children like the answer is always just faithfulness yeah like yeah it, 
it's a quick way not to grow a church. Yeah. To be like, yeah. we can tell you God's will for your life right yeah. now. And we, I mean, we've snarkily, yeah, yeah. Lucas has gotten up and, you know, <laughs> oh, I can tell you, yeah, just be faithful yeah. right now where you are. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, God, that's God's will for your life. Yeah. Lay it down. Yeah. Like, yeah. to quote John Foreman, learn how to die. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thanks, John that's Foreman. Great, that's a great song. I love that song. But I mean, that's, you know, my, and I think that's what I've respected about what, I mean, this isn't podcasting about Red Door, but what I respect about watching you guys from sort of a distance, but mm. kind of close up, sure. and, and talking with you as much as we've talked with you guys and, and being around it, that you aren't looking for a quick fix. You're not looking for a giant church growth strategy. You're just like, let's just do what we're doing here in this little setting with this amount of people, and whatever happens, happens. And so, and yeah, I mean, that's. I think I, I guess has, authentic would be the buzzword you would use. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that word's kind of gross, and it has sure. a lot of baggage with it. But well, we got to a point, and I would say that has come easiest for Lucas, uh, me and Jordan, and now myself since Jordan stepped mm-hmm. away. We're so indoctrinated in a different mm-hmm. way that yeah. it, it yeah, it's much, hard, really hard it's to hard. unlearn. Yeah, that, like we just need to do these strategic things. Yes. Uh, and, and there is value. Like, yes. we don't want to just be totally haphazard. You're starting a business. Right. That's essentially what you're doing when you're starting a church. Right. You're starting a business, yeah. basically. Boy, we're on a sh- shoestring. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, most families don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, I mean, I there is an aspect of, like, we're going to do what we do. Mm-hmm. And that's actually way harder yeah. yeah, it uh, is. It would oh, be, for sure. I'd say that's a large reason why we gave up on on City Hills because we w- it was fucking hard. Yeah, yeah. like and with it with a, a smaller church, you need more people to help out, and you need a larger percentage of the people that are there mm-hmm. to yeah. help out, and it's hard, and yeah. it's hard, and yeah. it, and it's extremely discouraging because you're giving so much of your time to something where. Only a few people are going to show up. Well, and the, when the, it's kind of the catch twenty two. I mm-hmm. mean, Lucas and I have talked even recently. I'm sure he's sick of hearing me say this, but uh, in that kind of, I don't want to use, I, I'll use the word emerging, but not in the sense that I, it's yeah. been used in the fact, right. Yeah, yeah. The growing kind of Boydian, Zondian, mm-hmm. Bruxy kind of movement. The benefit that all three of those guys had um is that they built a church and then changed yeah yeah they didn't start yeah uh yeah trying to you know he wasn't always crucifixion of the warrior god guy yeah he yeah. wasn't always myth of a christian nation yeah. guy right it was probably all always in there but yeah. it wasn't out there uh i mean shoot uh brian's on he's had jesse duplantis speak and then, in his church and, and, walter, and walter brueggemann yeah i know brueggemann, yeah. Right. yeah uh and what I long for, and I think this is the faithful, I mean, maybe this is, you know, maybe this is the, the role of someone like, I'll just say someone like Lucas someday, <laughs> to be like, okay, we're trying to do it that way from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And trying to be faithful yeah. to this uh, cross-centered, Jesus-centered, yeah. this is where we see God, this is, uh, the call to love our enemies is actually real. Yeah, he, he actually meant when he said that. Right. Yeah. Like the teachings yeah. of Jesus do take precedence over the prayer of Jabez. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
yeah, and all of that, and what does it look like to be faithful in that context? Yeah. Because at some point, I think the church, quote-unquote, big C church, is changing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... I'm not always excited about the way I see it changing, <laughs> uh, but I'm not the only one. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's yeah. a growing contingency of people, and and I think at some point there are going to be there is. I think it exists and it will continue to exist of a growing number of people who are like, I can't do it. I yeah. can't do yeah. it this way anymore. But yeah. local church involvement yeah. is still a value to me. Yeah. Oh, for um, sure. Oh, absolutely. Know, yeah. 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 I would say, like, what's what was hard for us in in the church uh, that we did is we we focused on trying to get those people, and you can't start a church plant with people who have been broken and hurt by the church. You can't. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like hurting cats. They don't right. want anything to do with the church. They've yeah. already been hurt. Yeah. Right. They, they don't want to do it again. Yeah. And right. so you need those people who who aren't haven't necessarily experienced that, who are a little bit of the prayer Jabez people in order yeah. for it to be successful. Yeah. I'm just solid. I mean, my parents are a part of our church. Yeah. And uh, Red Doors, we're fortunate, and I think we've got a decent bit of diversity across different spectrums, not all spectrums, for yeah. sure. Yeah, sure. Um, but just solid. I mean, my parents would not be going to church if they weren't going to Red Door. Yeah. Um, but... Someone like my dad's gonna be extremely loyal Hi, and Chip. faithful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his all, you drive by his the golf car places. His business is yeah. it really? Yeah. yeah, I did not know that. You did yeah. not know that. The one right that. over here. Yes. yes. How the hell did I not know yeah. that? Yeah. I've lived here for twelve years. How did I not know? Well, that? Well, they just moved there like two years ago. Oh, okay, all right. I, I've made your dad's coffee several times. Oh yeah, several several. Well, that's times. awesome. I didn't know that. Got to be one of the only people that like. Mobile orders drip coffee. No, no, there's tons of people, <laughs> tons and tons of people. Hey, how you doing? It's like the best thing for him because he's just in, out, gone. Yeah, he's little. Like, he's... Yeah. Like, can we? Are we? Are we? How, how are we doing on time? Are it we... doesn't matter. Well, I mean, because I've got some wrap up, a wrap up thought. If okay. Wanna. Yeah. Um, I want to do bonus questions. Do you lightning round? Oh, okay, we can do lightning round. Yeah, that'd be fun. Okay. Um, well, let me say before that, you do that. Yeah. I want you to give your thoughts. Okay. But I'm about to piss my pants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. Try it over there. <laughs> and then we can do lightning round. Can you take the mic in there with you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Be like a, was it Naked Gun where they did that? Oh, yeah. that's a classic that prosperity a class. gospel church joke. <laughs> yes. The pastor who didn't turn off his lovely yep. mic. Oh, man. Yep. Uh, there, were, there were times where I had a mic and I had to make sure that I turned it off before I go to the bathroom. Oh, I yeah. always checked. My favorite was when the pastor accidentally <laughs> left it on during worship and he was singing and he was just totally <laughs> terrible. I've had that happen. I've seen that happen multiple times. Oh, yeah. man. I always made sure it was off when I was singing too. Yeah. Or I yeah. would just take it off completely. Yeah. Unplug that. Uh-huh. Son of a gun. Yep. Very much so. Um, hey, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> We're just riffing while Gift's taking a leak. Yeah, it adds up after a while, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I feel like we should need we need some songs. Do we need some songs? What do you got there going? Oh, nothing. Hold on. Wait. Here we go. Hey. <laughs> See, people are going to stop listening yeah. now because they think it's the stop doing that. Yes. Stop it. Uh, God, you are. Hey, girl. <laughs> what you got going on? <laughs> you can hear the sound of. You can hear the sound of a billion uteruses clanging shut at the same time. <laughs> hey. Stop it. You come here often? <laughs> people are going to go back. I hope people just find that 30-second skip button and just Here's hit it a couple time. times. 
Here's your pizza. Stop it. This is not a porn show. Do you want me to show you? Show you a tip. Just awful. Oh my gosh! Oh, that was just so a little terrible. intermission for yeah. uh, for you at home. Yeah, you know it's interesting though. The uh, it ties in a lot with the we've talked about the Proverbs wisdom stuff before. The yeah. a, a plus B equals C. Like it's interesting. I mean, the Bible really does. You can really make a case for prosperity stuff. Oh yeah, I mean it's in there. Yeah, I mean it, it's very easy, but um, that's not what I want to end on. Um, <laughs> you know. I, Talking about the subtleties of the of the evangelical church and how the prosperity sort of stuff plays into it, and tying that in with the Pete Rollins' basic message, which is life is shit and you don't have the answers, and that's the good news. Like, I'm kind of okay with that, mm-hmm. but the church's message is we have the answers. Here are the answers. I remember the billboard you, when the secret came out, and uh, the 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 church billboard was you you're reading the secret. We have the answer. Yeah, I mean like. It's it's a very yeah I mean it, which doesn't even make sense but that's what right, I think yeah but like I mean that's that's the basically the church's message if you if you do these things it's the proverbs wisdom stuff like I just said it's a plus b equals c if you do these <coughs> things and again not even giving money not even like they even make, take it I mean if you if you're just if you're faithful if you're this if you're this if you're this this is going to be the result you'll be happy. You know, that, that, that's the subtleties of the prosperity. You'll be happy. You'll have joy. You'll have contentment. Well, no. Sometimes life is bullshit. Right. And it sucks. I mean, like, it discounts mental illness, you know, depression. And, like, well, you know, I mean, I struggle with depression most of my life. And um, really struggling. Like, this season where I'm in right now has, like, just been a nightmare. Like, I'm really fighting it. Like, hearing the good news, well, if you just do this and this and this, then you'll be Well, I am doing those things. And... It's still a struggle. Like right. it leaves you, it leaves you the pretty filthy taste in your mouth for whatever the church is preaching. It sets you up for to harken back to Velvet Elvis. Mm-hmm. It's when church is done that way. It's a church built with bricks. Yeah, where the foundation is, you need to take one of those. It's out. bricky Andy, bricky Andy. Bri- yeah. yeah, and that you know I loved. Um, the idolatry of God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. P. I Rons. read that and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. This is I this stop trying to be satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and because to me that's good news. Like that yeah. is such a freeing message. You don't yeah, you don't have to find the answers. You just, Everything won't because yeah. it's about surrender. I mean, and then as a path like to me, it's like I, that that isn't in conflict with my right. faith. Because it actually requires faith then. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because the goal isn't certainty. Yes. I assume that half the shit I say on a Sunday morning is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what half. Yeah. I'm stealing that from some old dead guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jesus. Right. <laughs> yeah. Half this oh, wait, is wrong. Jesus said that. Uh, no, but I think I, I assume that it's. Yeah. I mean, I go back, I've still got old messages from yeah, years and years. I know. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I like said that. I, and I know what was wrong with it now. Yeah, right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, do I think, however, this whole thing wraps, <laughs> you know, however it all works someday, um, we're going to find out that, you know, Kenneth Copeland was right all along. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't think so. No. 
But probably not to a hugely greater extent than I find out that I was wrong. Right. Yeah. And the hope for me in that is that being right wasn't the measuring stick to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, and that change, that's hard for, I mean. Yeah. Because we want to be right. So we want to be much. right and faithful. I mean, even if we talk about being, you know, surrender or faithfulness, like yeah. that is so tied into in our culture with being right. Yeah. You, you have to be faithful to the right thing. Yeah. And that doesn't have to be prosperity gospel. That can be hyper. Right. That can be the exact. That's Piper also. Yeah. yeah. That's like yeah. the anti prosperity gospel. Yeah. yeah. You, you got like hyper Calvinism yeah. on the other end of that scale. Uh, that's still everybody's bound up with security and certainty. Yes. It's all, it really is about certainty. Like, I think that that at the crux of whatever level of prosperity gospel, it's about certainty. Mm-hmm. It's about knowing that this is going to be the result if I do these things. Right. Yeah. Man, I'd say we call it that. Call, right. call it a day. What's the last album you listened to all the way through? Oh, shut up. Uh, it's the lightning round. Lightning round. Last album I listened all the way through, John Mark McMillan, Borderland. Or U2, Songs of Innocence. Living in the Borderland. I listened to that a lot too long ago. Songs of Innocence grew on me a ton. Brett, I know Brett everybody... Hates, everyone hates, got hates. pissed because they gave it away for free. I know. I was like, free music, shit, I'm on board. Well, yeah. and I'm seeing them twice this summer. Are you really? Mm-hmm. I bet. See, they're, the Joshua kind, Tree they're kind of on my list because I guess I bet they put on a fantastic well, show. Well, see, the joke has been, but a true serious joke, there's only a few things in life I've only ever done with one other person and seeing you two with my wife is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but this summer, we're going to go in Louisville, but then I'm taking Jordan and Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, awesome. told, I asked her, I was like, look, <laughs> They're the only other two yeah. that I would ever yeah. go you two for. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not my favorite band on the planet by any means, but I would the show I, I think the show would be Yeah, it's not like I listen to them all the time, but yeah. I probably easily top five or ten like spiritual oh, experiences sure. yeah, of that's my what life. I've heard. Yeah. Seventy thousand people singing Amazing Grace. I don't care who you yeah, are. That's yeah, that's mm. a moving thing. Uh, beverage of choice. Maker's mark. Really? Nice. The the did you did you get the deluxe edition the what was it the forty four or whatever <laughs> uh, I don't know what it's called no forty four I don't know I don't even know what you're talking I about. mean yeah there just, was like just, a just the straight I drink up. a lot of water every day I'm yeah. trying not to drink so much like yeah. soda and stuff Maker's Mark but mm-hmm. nice. if I if I'm going and buying something at a liquor store yeah. I'm gonna hope I can. Justify in my mind, which usually just means standing there a little longer until I pay. Yeah, this is ten dollars more than this other stuff. Uh-huh. I've uh, sat there. I've sat through those conversations in my own mind. Yeah, yeah. but it's all, yeah. I, I find I fight a lot less now than I used to. Yeah. <laughs> um, favorite animal? <laughs> You're just making these up, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, spider monkey. Nice. If you could get rid of one word in the English language, what would it be? I'm going to say this for all of my friends who hate this word. Moist. <laughs> it comes up all the that time. Is, that's we my have favorite don't, word. I don't have an issue with the word moist, but I know oh, so many people man. who do. That's a gross word. It just, oh, God. Yeah, I'd get rid of that word, too. What's the, what's the last book? Moist and tasty Twinkies. <laughs> tasty Twinkies. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> Moist, tasty Twinkies. <laughs> what was the last book you read? Um, N.T. Right After You Believe. I've not heard of that one. Have I it's, it was a follow-up to Simply Christian. Oh, it's I the one about that. virtue. Okay. Uh, I don't. I actually don't know that I fin- got all the way through it yet. But, okay. um, yeah. What like the idea of what does Christian virtue look like? Yeah. It was really. It's, He's pretty sharp. He, yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's hard to argue. I mean, I don't know. I do argue with other. Old guys, um, <laughs> but old British. Um, yeah, he he makes a case for his stuff. I mean, he makes a he really makes a solid, solid case. case for his yeah. stuff. He's not an asshat about it. Yeah, uh, which to me is more revealing than yes. anything else. Yeah. Did you read the book he did with Marcus Borg? Two uh, two visions. Some I I've I know they basically took some of the major doctrines of Christianity and they each did a chapter on them. Right, it was really good and really because they were friends and they were it was really respectful. But that was a really eye opening book for me just on on language how to use how to talk about stuff and um, that was I if you haven't read that I mean it's probably at this point you're like okay I'm well beyond that but it was it was well no and I think yeah this book the after you believe in the I started it last fall i think sometime like yeah. in the current climate that yeah. we're all living yeah. through yeah, i know what For does real. what is like a better version a better definition of what does it mean to live a virtuous life that's not tied up yep. with all the crap that typically gets assigned to it yep do you want a hard-hitting question <laughs> sure um it's actually easier for me than that <laughs> what is important enough to go to war over Ooh, woof. Jeez, that's like a whole goddamn podcast, man. Important enough to go to, like, physical war, like, okay. rock them, sock them, nuke them, kill them. Um, I've actually had this conversation with my mom multiple times. Mm. Um, that's, like, the first lightning round that was just, like... Yeah, what right the... That's not a fucking lightning round question. I, I would what? say, I, I don't know, I can't... So... If it was the late 30s, early 40s, and Hitler had already risen... Now, I think you can make a strong case for Germany was 90% Christian prior to the rise of Hitler, and if the Christians in that country had actually pledged their allegiance to Jesus instead of the state, then does Hitler ever become what happened? Does the Holocaust happen if Christians had actually followed Jesus? Mm -hmm. Which is an increasingly scandalous thing to say in this country now. Mm-hmm. With what seem it seems more possible than it has in a long time, um, <laughs> or eighty yeah. percent of evangelicals think Trump's doing a great job. Right there, it is. There's a word. Yeah, yeah. But I think the uh, if another situation like that yeah. were to arise, then you know I wouldn't even put. This is the way I think of violence in general, and this would get. This is yeah. what the discussions typically end up hitting the brain, you know, yeah, yeah. people start skidding because it always comes to what if someone breaks into your house and yeah, is going to, right. you know, has a gun and is going right. to kill your family. And I was like, look, I want to be the type of person. Most people who break into your house don't actually want to kill you. Right. <laughs> yeah. But in yeah. the, in that scenario, yeah. Yeah. in that scenario, I want to be the type of person who will do everything in my power to a protect my family while a 
two. Uh, <laughs> maybe it should be one, protect yeah. my family. One yeah. A, uh, not take the life yeah. of the intruder. Yeah. Um, I, I don't see that as a viable option for somebody who follows Jesus. Um, yeah. It's certainly not something to be celebrated. Right. Yeah. Certainly, I, I mean, so what's important enough to go to war for? Well, I know. <laughs> I think that I think that's the. I mean, I yeah, I, yeah. I think defense of the marginalized. Um, I know, to even, some I extent, mean, I don't know. I like, don't know. You're still talking about taking I, human life, like. Yeah. And just, I think there's the there's the argument. <laughs> I mean, the war question. What if the wars were fought in different way? Like. And I don't project this onto like national policy because yeah. the countries are like nations are nations built around uh, violence or the threat of violence. Yeah, like it, we wouldn't exist anymore. Right. And that's not to condone that. Right. That's just to say I don't hold the government to the standards I hold myself to. Yeah. Uh, right. Or the church. And Brandon's made that case before too. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Brandon. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It's not. I apologize. But that doesn't mean I want to. That doesn't mean I celebrate. Right. What almost unequivocally in today's world uh, means unnecessary loss of life. Yeah. I yeah. think in recent years I've said I'd be much more comfortable with war if it happened the way it did back in World War One and World War Two when it was hand like when it was that brute like yeah it, when it wasn't just somebody freaking playing a video game yeah yeah like yeah. The, if if you're gonna fight and you th- what you're fighting for is worth there's killing a, over, then it needs to be worth the possibility of dying. There's over. there's an imperson impersonal uh, what's impersonal. There's an impersonal nature to it. Yeah, and it's that's just literally terrifying. staring at a screen ten thousand miles away, blowing up a village. Yeah, so, and yeah, I struggle I, with I, that. I agree with that. Yeah. Who's your favorite child? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a namesake. I've got <laughs> Quincy's. George Reed the fifth, and I'm George yeah. Reed the fourth, and then Abraham. It's hard to not like a patriarch. <laughs> yeah. um, and then now, and you know, the dude's gonna grow up and probably be just really chill. <laughs> start handing out communion to people on the street. <laughs> I love asking parents that question. Yeah, who's your moments. favorite kid? Who's your favorite kid? Whichever one isn't yeah. screaming. Exactly. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, mercy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go into yeah. feedback. Thank go. you for coming on. No, this is great. That Thank was great. That we was super, great super appreciate it. You're, you're, you, you are. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was really going to attack. <laughs> I was really going to attack. This is how multiple relationships have ended throughout my life. <laughs> it's not you. No, I was going to, I was, I was going to slam Lucas. You are really special. You're great. I, I was. Man. I was. I was going to uh, going to take some jabs at Lucas, but I already got my candle budget in. So, <laughs> so let's go into feedback. Now that we puked in your seat. You can tell us what you think The five stars get red But one star is dead To us Feedback (laughs) Five star reviews, you got any? Uh, Like six Oh my gosh We got a ton 
We we had um, the call of the wild and uh, they have responded. The I, again. I, I think this one's from I don't <laughs> we're praying the praying yeah. the prayer again. Yeah. Uh Jesus loves you even if you say bad swears by Melinda Joy seven seven one two. Yeah, she's in the pub. Yep. Uh, where do I start? I had been hanging out in the wilderness between fundamentalism and freedom for 20 years. This podcast followed me on Twitter one day, and I started listening. Good job, Michael. Um, there was a, that was Stalker. me. Yeah. Sorry, you're welcome. There was a lot of nodding my head and, and yep, mm-hmm, as well as why didn't I think of this before on my part? Michael, Matt, and Brad have voiced so many things I've been thinking about for years, but I didn't know where to find good answers. Now I have a huge reading list, and my thoughts about life have completely changed. I've also laughed more in the past few weeks of listening than I have in a long time. Much love and thanks. Thanks, Melinda. Yeah, that was great. Thank you very much. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> the next I one. I haven't done that in a while. Well, thank God for that. <laughs> the next one is stop it. Again. The next one is if for no other reason, stay for the definition of sin by Small Town Pastor, and it just says love the theological wrestling match. Oh, thanks. I like that. Yeah. Thanks, Small Town Pastor. <laughs> uh, this is from uh, Sam Schwegler. How to, how to get your beer cold in 10 minutes is what it's called. Uh, Here's what you need to do. Wet a paper towel, wring out the water, wrap it around the beer bottle, put it in the freezer for 10 minutes, cold beer from a mild alcoholic. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the advice. Appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, the next one by Hood's Pick. Hood's, Hood's Picks. Hood's Picks. Yeah. Uh, it's titled, I am Groot. And oh, I wonder if this is, I don't know. I'm not going to guess. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, it just says, I am Groot. 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 Hashtag crank that hog. Crank it. This is by Charger six one nine seven six zero. I'm assuming it's not Jordan, but that would be my hashtag. Vin Diesel's ham tits. Hashtag crank that hog is the title. It's he says a comedy sandwich. Comedy, then hard spiritual and biblical truth, followed by more comedy. Hilarious that you're still one of the only explicit religious podcasts. Absolutely a must listen. So thank oh, you for that. I, I, that's awesome. I had not yeah. read that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, that was from two days ago. This one's from today by Recovering Hoosier. Oh. Hashtag, do you even lift Jesus? Hashtag, ah, nice. That's an old one. Hashtag fat beaver. Oh, new one. Yeah. Uh, I think it was bewildered beaver. Wasn't that with a... Uh, fat beaver was last week when we did... Uh, but it wasn't the actual. Yeah, it was, it was one of yeah. them. Uh, okay. Uh, he says whether you agree with all the details of their theology or not. I mean, how couldn't you? I mean, we're obviously right. <laughs> the gift's obviously right. Okay. Anyway, it's ref- here. He has we're sure of it. <laughs> we have certainty. Whether you agree with all the details of theology or not, it's refreshing to hear an engaging take on very real issues inside and outside the church from some hilarious dudes. I also grew up in rural Indiana. <laughs> Our apologies. Uh, with a nearly identical church experience and personal reformation. I'm catching up from both directions on these episodes, and the humor, candor, engagement of reality is just magnificent. I haven't gotten to look for it in case it's already done, but I'd love to hear your engagement on biblical and practical pacifism. I don't think we've done really... I've kind of hinted around at it. Have we really done pacifism? What would you go to war over? Yeah. We kind of did did for like a little five-minute segment. (laughs) You're welcome. I kind of feel a little bad about asking that like (laughs) during a lightning round, but it was great. Uh, I like that question. He says, uh, plus 21 points for pushing people to holistically engage your faith, engage their faith, plus 10 points for it's not instant coffee, it's coffee in an instant. That's from way back when we did that the Go Cubes. That's a long That's ago. a you quote, I think. Yeah. Plus that's... 16 points for the beaver story. I laughed so hard I cried. Plus 2,351 points for getting off the mic while you're chewing. <laughs> 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 Thank you for that. We appreciate it. 
That's awesome. Yeah. It's a lot of five-star reviews. We'll take some more. Do, let's do it again. Let's yeah. do seven next week. Yeah, challenge. The challenge is laid out, yeah. All right, so um, we got a ton of feedback from last week's episode. Uh, a lot of just great, great, great feedback. Yeah. And I would love to share that with you, but there's something else we need to address. Oh, no. What? This week, uh, instead of the normal feedback, um, we, we're going to talk about how we broke Twitter. Uh, after Amanda Ballou oh, changed her Twitter yeah. Twitter handle to at Polly named Amanda <laughs> NMD, um, we, it was just an offhanded comment. And you guys mentioned that, that everyone should change your Twitter handle to at Polly named no, whatever. I said it would be funny if people did that. I didn't say them to do that. So, in our honorable mentions, I'm just going to literally <laughs> mention all of the. The Polly's now on Twitter at Polly named Matt. At Not just named Brad. no, they didn't just change like their handle. They changed their at name. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Their, their at official, name. Yeah. At Polly named Amanda. At <laughs> Polly named Nathan. Nathan Miller West. <laughs> Beck uh, is at Polly named Beck. Uh, Emily Carol Black is at Polly named M. Uh, Sarah Marietta is at Polly named Sarah. You're one. We've I know. Uh, <laughs> She doesn't even want to be a bass singer anymore. Allison is at Polly named Allie. Um, Jay Marie Walker is at uh, at Polly named Ranger. We've got Kellen M. Deem at Polly named Moose. Um, Stephen Bain is now Polly named Steven. Um, Huff God, the Magic so many Dragon. so I didn't even know about. Uh, at Polly named Huff. Um, then we got Mindy <laughs> at Polly named Mindy. Uh <laughs> Jen Flynn McCormick at, uh, at uh, Polly named Jen. And then there's a new guy. I don't know who this is at Polly named Paul. I don't know. I don't know who that is. He only had one tweet. But weirdly enough, I think he started the account in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> but just one tweet at us. No followers. <laughs> then he changed his name. Yep. Um, and then um, we had uh, one person who did uh, a. It's Jason Duncan. Yeah. Did uh, basically her name Jay. <laughs> so. And then after that, it got weird. It got weird. We yeah. got our we got our first. Um, it got real weird. We had our first like parody accounts where we didn't start them. Other people did. So we have at Polly N M D Jesus. Yeah. And then shortly after, uh, <laughs> at Polly N M D Satan. Yeah. It's y'all are weird. You're really weird. weird. So instead, whatever curses fall in your house from changing your name to Polly, we are not responsible for. I have no idea who Polly named Jesus is. I have no no idea. I have a good idea who I think it is. (laughs) I think I know who. I think I I who Polly named Satan is. I don't know who Polly named Satan is, but I think I have a good idea who Polly named Jesus is. Um, But instead of going our normal feedback, and I apologize for all the people who send us nice Twitter messages. We're going to do the top 10 tweets from Polly Named Jesus. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> How many are there? There's there's more than 10. Jeez. Number 10. Did you read any of them? No. All right. Number 10. Free entry to heaven for my first 144,000 followers. <laughs> Number nine. Little shout out to the Mormons. <laughs> Number nine. Totally mortified. Getting baptized and my dad turns up in front of everybody and starts telling how he loves me and how proud of me he is. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight. This is a quote. He's quoting somebody. He says, 
Quote, he had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. Isaiah, you are such a little bitch. <laughs> we're, we're going to hell. That's uh, absolutely going to happen. Coming in at number seven, <laughs> Jesus. This Again, this is at Polly named NMD Jesus. You want me to build you an entire bedroom furniture set within a week? No problem. I made the entire universe in six days. <laughs> Number, Whoever's doing this is doing a fairly it's, decent it, job. It, it gets better. So <laughs> coming in at number six, sorry for devaluing the price of bread and fish at the Sea of Galilee. <laughs> Didn't think of the wider economic <laughs> implications. Hope business recovers. <laughs> number five, guns don't kill people. The Roman state does. <laughs> That's true. Coming in at number four, Went to give Jesus. Uh, went to give Judas a high five. I said, "Don't leave me hanging." He looked at me awkwardly and walked away. <laughs> wow! Oh my gosh! Number three. I had to put this one at number three. Two in one shampoo and conditioner. Not impressed. I've been doing three in one since before time began. <laughs> Hashtag Trinity jokes. <laughs> and coming in at number two, we've got Lazarus. More like Lazy Russ. How many times am I going to have to wake that guy up? We have shit to do. And number one. Hold on, hold on. You think? Oh, wait. Hold on. All right, go ahead. My dad could totally beat up your dad. <laughs> wow. Yep, I'm really it. glad we forego all the good feedback for that. That's great. <laughs> we'll, we'll try and redeem ourselves next week. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah. That's 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 our feedback section. Yeah, Thank you. Um, good hashtags. Closing time. Rate us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Write a review on iTunes. We'll read it. Thank you for all your mm-hmm. reviews. Check out our website, ingloriouspastards.com. Now it's time to pass the plate. <laughs> Support for this podcast <laughs> comes from <laughs> listeners like you. <laughs> At patreon.com slash pastors podcast. Supporters. You want me to read the offering prayer? Oh, yes. I forgot about that. Yes. Now, this used to be prayer, and I I no longer use this (laughs) to be clear. Only in desperate times. But since we're passing the plate, as we receive today's offering, we are believing the Lord for jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions. Favorable settlements, estates, and inheritances because we want people to die. (laughs) Interests and income, rebates and returns, checks in the mail from strangers, gifts and surprises, finding money that's not ours, debts paid off, expenses decreased, (laughs) blessing and increase. Wow. Every week. Wow, man! Every week. So, if you'd like to receive from some blessings, blessing from, from the pastors, right? Patreon dot com slash pastors podcast. We get bonus content, bias around. You could even help shape the content on the show. Yep. Um, and again, I'll be catching up with Brad at some point this weekend. Mm-hmm. We'll have it up by Sunday, and uh, talk about this. Yeah. Let's get into hashtags. All right, I got a bunch. Do you have any? I got none. I'm, I That's actually I had a note up and then. Yeah, totally forgot. That's right. Mm-hmm. I don't I've have got, that many. So. I've got, go ahead and do yours. Okay. Uh, hashtag glow of my lightsaber. <laughs> hashtag eating your God. <laughs> hashtag plunging Matt. 
Hashtag candle budget. <laughs> candle budget. <laughs> and hashtag moist, tasty Twinkies. Uh, <laughs> and I should say that I have no problem with the with the candles at all. I just yeah. think it's it's hilarious to think of a budget uh, in that way. Moist, I don't know what that's. Twinkies. I don't know what that's what it, that's referring to. The candle budget. Yeah, you were talking about your budget. And I said, ask Lucas how much his candle budget is. Okay, <laughs> that's right. I've got uh, jalapenos and stomach acid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got hashtag wrestling with DC talk. Hashtag Michael's nude reading. Hashtag Michael's Jar Jar suit. Hashtag salty, sweaty things. <laughs> hashtag the cream. <laughs> hashtag the cream was just like I expected. <laughs> 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 just, just a little off-putting. Yeah, just a little bit. Hashtag it's I'm not eat- so much that you didn't go back for more. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep Never mind. stop it. No, you stop right now. Uh, hashtag I'm eating your god. Hashtag sacred beef jerky. Hashtag <laughs> like this one better. Hashtag Tebow jerky. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hashtag how many Creflos does that cost? <laughs> hashtag Jordan in Spider-Man spandex. <laughs> hashtag sounds like jizz. As <laughs> <laughs> uh, a shout out to give hashtag Usher in the overflow room. Uh, <laughs> hashtag this might be the winner. Hashtag move your Lexus bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, hashtag Tim Tim Tebow of weightlifting. <laughs> oh, oh man! <sighs> I feel like the I feel like the move your Lexus bitches is good for the prosperity gospel. Well, uh, we did have several complaints that we use a curse word in the hashtag. We had like four or five people. Did say, we really? Yes, we did. Because uh, they wanted to use the hashtag, but they couldn't. Um, I like how many Creflos. <laughs> how many Creflos does that cost? I'm fine with that. That's fine. Um, but I could also go with team uh, or the Tim T- or the Tebow, the Tebow jerky. Of, Tebow jerky or the Tebow of weightlifting. Tim Tebow of weightlifting. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of a toss up on all those. Um, <laughs> um, I, vote, I vote Creflo. That's how, fine. How many Creflos does that cost? C R E F L O. Yeah. All right. So if you've listened to this episode in its entirety, hit us up on social media. <laughs> um, we're at Pastor's Podcast, at Polyname Matt, at The Canvas Talk. The Canvas Talk. And we'll have his his Twitter posted along with his, the the gift gif. Um, <laughs> it's on, on, the, it's, on, on the it's on there. The gift gif or the gif jif or the gif jif. Yeah, or the gif gif. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Um, so go yeah go to uh, Pastors Podcast. Um, we're also on Facebook facebook.com slash Pastors Podcast, and again uh, patreon.com slash. Uh, Pastor's podcast for um, all your tithes and uh, <laughs> blessings. Yes. Plant that seed. Yep. Um, <laughs> anything before we go? No, nah, man. Thanks again. Yeah, oh, thanks thank for coming you. up. Yeah, appreciate thank it. Thank you, it's thank fun. you, thank you. Hopefully, yeah. we'll take fifty-nine more episodes for your. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. 
Um, kind of dropped the ball on that one. Sorry. Yeah, we <laughs> right. we've screwed up. Um, we'll try to even you out with Lucas before we have him on again. <laughs> L- Lucas makes for a probably more lively podcast than I do. I don't know. It's been pretty good. Yeah. It's been yeah. a good one. Yeah, for sure. Um, and this is the first time where we had an actual guest host or come on and Brad, Brad didn't, didn't show, up. show up after <laughs> he said he wasn't going to show up. Um, yeah, one last thing. So check out uh, our friends Twisted Sisters on their iTunes feed. Yep. Um, they had uh, John Mark, and I can't say his last name because I'm going to totally butch it, yeah, butcher it. But he's at Epictilic on Twitter. It's a good conversation. Check it out. But that's, that's all we got. That's it, man. Yeah. Get into it. Close it down. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> so long. And have a pleasant tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm really sad we're not using move your Lexus, bitches. That feels like something <laughs> that should have happened. Move. Get out the way. Are we becoming more user-friendly? Is that what we're doing? I don't know, man. I just... People were just not feeling the curse words. Somebody actually blocked... Uh, all of their their fundy friends just so they could use the <laughs> <laughs> the Brad shits Twizzlers. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. They literally have. Used, I feel like we've used curse words before on. I know hashtag. we're getting a we had larger hot tubs and Alabama Thunder pussy yeah. for crying out loud. Yeah, but that's a band. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way to end.